that was the best thing that happened. Let's let's get robbed, or we wouldn't have went home. Nah. Huh? <laughs> that was the best thing that happened. We got robbed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And we wouldn't have got pro to turn a turn a stumbling block into a stepping stone. Exactly. Uh, uh, sorry, people always call me. Moment I go live. That's legendary. That's legendary. That's legendary. That's legendary. That's legendary. Nah. Yeah. yeah um, y'all actually won the, uh, an award, um, the Boss Max 2009 Ohio Hip Hop Award. Y'all won for that media outlet thing. Man, I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> like, y'all won. He <laughs> didn't even know he won. <laughs> nah. What'd you say? Who was it? <laughs> you won the Boss Magazine 2009 Ohio Hip Hop Award. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> That's legendary. That's legendary. 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 They gone, R.I.P. Avery Green, your memory lives on, my dog Rodney gone, and I still don't know what happened, I was going through Facebook, I was reading about your passing, and I just talked to you, you came to the see me, now you're gone from us, I tell you this ain't easy, I miss my dogs, and I was thinking about Will the other day, you ain't promised tomorrow, make the most of the day, I miss my dogs, Dogs and I really miss my dogs. Really miss my dogs and I really miss my dogs. Really miss my dogs and I really miss my dogs. Really miss my dogs and I really miss my dogs. Really miss my dogs and I really miss my dogs. Really miss my dogs and I really miss my
Resource out here with my man Stacking Smith. Yo, I mean, you gonna pay these bills real quick? Yes, sir, man. I'm ready to do something, bro. Listen, the main thing that we want to tell you guys is when you get up in the morning, they say to start your day with a good breakfast. Absolutely. So, we're gonna give you a recommendation for that breakfast, and that's gonna be at Sheik's Bar and Grill on Salem Avenue. They got the best breakfast in the city. They got like some platter that's real nice to get chicken on Fried potatoes and onions and eggs and French toast and they put like strawberries on your like yeah it's, it's really good bro like the strawberry ain't like strawberry jelly or nothing they just give you some fruit which is, which is real cool and then when you get ready to have lunch you want to go to my bro Agnes All Natural Grill is on Wayne and East Third Street in the old Lincoln building and they got all kind of great food and jerk chicken cocoa bread jerk chicken rolls rice Cabbage, chicken cheese steaks, brown sugar lemonade, good old fries, sweet potato fries, just an excellent choice. My brothers and sisters, man, and they're giving excellent service, and the food is great. And last but not least, if you ever get injured in any kind of way, especially a car accident, you need to go to the Like, when y'all early years? Man, when we was young, 
it was a neighborhood full of talented kids. Mm -hmm. And when I say talented kids, I mean um, basketball, basketball, sports, sports like but mainly everything. musicians. Yeah. Because we, we grew up in that funk era, right? Mm -hmm. So all of our friends, all of our friends played some kind of instrument right. or sung or, you know, did something. Right. Our father, he had a gospel group mm -hmm. in that era, so. And that, that's how we got started because they used to come to the house and practice. Yeah, he was playing the piano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And drums. He was playing <laughs> At a very young age, I started playing <laughs> piano before I could even walk good, you know. Yeah. So his group used to come uh, to our house in the basement. They would practice, that's and, you know, they practice. So that's how we really got started with it, just watching them and uh, start buying equipment and just, you know, start No, no, no. We used to play on my dad's group equipment. There we go. There we yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you know, they own the same. It's kind of like, you know, the Jackson so, story. Kinda. So, like, did y'all start off, like, sequencing and stuff like that? Like That, was, that was later. That, that, all that was later. Like, we straight live music. Live what was y'all playing, bro? I played drums. I played lead guitar. Bass guitar. He played bass guitar. Piano. We played piano. And uh, we had keyboards weren't out quite yet. Mm -hmm. That was like the Casio, like the little Casio <laughs> stuff where you could make the beats or whatever and they have like the little sounds and one of them had like a uh what was it a little toy sampler yeah you could sample like three or four seconds or something mm -hmm. and we'll mess with stuff like that and then a few years later like we got a four track mm. like, oh you, that, you going too fast yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i like you man. i like him already man. he's not gonna let you go too far in the store i like that man for let, sure. let me let's go back for a minute yeah. bro so maze you the big bro Yes, sir. All right, so let me get you real quick. Mm -hmm. How old was you when you first you first noticed your dad was a musician? Mm -hmm. Really? Like, as a baby. Like, we had a piano in our house. My dad used to sit me on his lap at the piano. Let's picture and you got, so, you yeah. got memories of I remember baby that. like that, like, right? Yeah. Yes, I, re too. I yeah. remember. Yeah. And he come up right behind me. Young and the Restless thing. Yeah. Every day when that came on, we go sit at me and him together. We, we go sit the whole, play the whole the theme out. Thing. Just, just like by ear. <laughs> yeah. Listen to it and just play it by ear. What? Like, just learned it like that. Yeah. yeah. Bro, that's crazy. So so do you think it more was a love or kind of was like you kind of was honoring your dad? Because, like, I mean, we all look up to our fathers. Was it kind of that or was it like, did y'all have a genuine love for it when it first started? That was natural. Yeah, he so put it, you know, we saw him doing it, but. It's just something it we just did. Came. It was just na it was a yeah. natural thing. Like mm -hmm. we had the instruments in front of us, and we could listen to it and just play. Like it was just natural, no mm -hmm. effort. And wow. he didn't care. Like I got pictures of me, three or four years old. They bought my first drum set mm -hmm. for Christmas. Like other kids were getting, you know, yeah. toys. And yeah. I got a drum set. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, so we would ask for stuff like that. Even if we didn't ask for stuff, I think pops was kind of pushing it on yeah. us. But yeah, I got a drum set at like four, four or five years old. And so, like we was talking to DJ Schoolboy, yeah, um, yesterday, and he said that he was playing the drums in his mom's choir mm -hmm. when he was about six years old. Yep. Mm -hmm. And he said it just naturally came to him. Did did the drums and the piano and all of that stuff naturally come to you, or did you really have to concentrate and learn these things? It was very natural. Now. 
I did take piano lessons. Yeah. Okay. And for whatever reason, I just didn't like classical piano. Mm. Right. I, I like making up my own music. I'm talking about at a very early age, I make yeah. up my own songs. <laughs> and what I did learn in uh, piano lessons, he would play by ear. He didn't take piano lessons. Wow. Anything I can play, yeah, he we, would we sit down. We read music. Like, like the, I read music. Yeah, they was trying to, t- like, yeah, I never read music. It's just like, I play it by ear. Like, they're just listening to it and play it. Like, but I could, I hated it. He them. was stubborn. So, wait, wait. I, I got a question. How that feel for you? Like, you know what I'm saying? You got sitting to listen to this board section. Okay, B flat this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you come on showing him, and he like. It's always been that way. Always been that way. He pick it up. He He's always been by ear. To this day, he's you know, he's cold with it. And he's not classically trained. I've had some classical training. But him, he's just, he's more natural. I don't know the notes. Like, you can say play an E flat or A. I don't I don't know what that is. I just make up what I feel. What sound. Yeah, what sound good. But when you're listening to. All right, so Taiwan, when you listening to a song, right? Yeah. And like you hear a certain chord, can you just go to the to the piano and hit that same note? Yeah. Like you know, you yeah. know where that sound is located on the on the uh, piano. I, you, you find it, like you just yeah, yeah. You just got you just got to find it. Yeah. That's hard. That's cool. <laughs> That's man. cool. Yes. So, like, what kind of things y'all get into besides music at like that early age? That was it. That was it. That's all we that did. That's all we did. And uh, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, though. that's, that's cool. Think about all no, our friends no, was music. Music. That. I, for him too. Like, we watched a lot of. I was a like. BET fan, okay. like what, like this when it first came out, like a lot of videos. So mm-hmm. Donnie Simpson, yeah, like yeah. I was just into that, like just just videos all day. Like that's that that was me, like him too. Yeah, like, me too. And, uh, I, I wasn't a sports cat, you know, a lot of kids outside playing sports, which we did, we did that, but yeah. wasn't no good. He's like, man, I can't get hit with a piano. My <laughs> friends, like Will Oham, rest in peace. He's mentioning the video, yeah. We would sit up in the room, make up songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm talking about live all week. We had, back to the four track thing he mentioned. Four track is like, uh, it was like the first home studio. Mm-hmm. Put a cassette in and it, it, it records like four track. One of that tapes? No, cassette. Nah. That was yeah, a cassette. Oh, wow. So this before this that before came that. out. Yeah. We before. And you could layer. You could you, layer. Four, you, you get you four, layer. four so takes. You, you do your vocals. That's laid down. Then you hit record again, and you record. Well, you have your beat on one track, and then the vocals on exactly. another, and then you can add something else, a add sample, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. For sure. So what we did, we Will, he make would a, make a, a drum pattern for us on on uh, Elise's AR. What was it? AR AR Is it ten? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> ASR ten. He laid the no, beat. No, no, something. Yeah. He make a beat pattern. Just put it in song mode. We record that down first. Yeah. Uh, I might play a bass line on the next track all the way down. You couldn't mess up now. Mm-hmm. We didn't have no tracking out. You know, yeah, you had to punch. get it right. You yeah, mess up, you just messed you got, up. You got and we would never mess up because we would practice before we recorded. Yeah. And then we go back and put a melody down. And then uh, we might go back here and lay, here and lay a little something to it. Mm-hmm. 
and and we did. That's what that was what we did as kids. So so, y'all dad who was pushing y'all into that kind of. I mean, like he kind of was like, there. Yeah, I'm gonna put y'all in a predicament and like choose music, but choose one that you like. What was it like to get like your dad listen to like one one thing y'all put together? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's a good what question. was that thing when like you finally like let dad hear and dad was like, wait a minute, y'all good. He was he saying always, that from the beginning. Yeah, from the beginning. Right. We'd be in church. He'd be like, yeah, my, my sons can play this or play that. We or, would embarrass him so bad because we'd make him a liar every time. Yeah, he'd, he'd ask us to do something and we wouldn't do it. He'd be like, sing that one song. We'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Warner Brother Frog. We, 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 would net, we would make him a liar every single time. And... um. He started taking us around like Joe Jackson, you know, my kids do this, my kids, my kids sing. <laughs> so he would take us to the producers and stuff, and he's like, sing. We would never open our <laughs> mouth. Through. But see, what he didn't realize, he didn't realize this till we were grown. We're not really singers, <laughs> or, or you know what I'm saying, we're performers. We never wanted to, we never wanted to do that. Right. We always wanted to be behind the scenes. You know, like your Teddy Riley's or your Quincy Jones. Mm, yeah. We wanted to. That was our niche, but we didn't. He didn't yeah, know how to present that, and we didn't know how to get that across. Yeah. We we could sing. Right. We couldn't sing. You could hold a note. So he was taking us to people, and he like, sing. Yeah. We got friends that can blow. Right. He like, sing. We, we don't. That's we not what we do. We were the people that could put it together. Yeah. For the singer, like, and put the harmonies together and be like, well, it should sound like this. Mm -hmm. And if you can sing. And, you know, kind of just, yeah, the producers. Right, yeah, like, right. But, but we still can sing and harmonize at the same time, but not like the, the we couldn't blow. Right, like that. right. Like, Pretty much you guys would arrange how something should be. Exactly. Arrange it, yeah, right. arrange and then, exactly. And, and then y'all could just hand it off to somebody. Yeah, exactly. who could, you, you know what I'm saying? Basically, you like, listen to this, and then you're going to come in here and perform this. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And he took us... Um, Oh, we were teenagers. He took we us to teenagers. record our first records. Was it nine, 90s or 80s? 80s. 90s. It was in the 80s. No, nah, was, that was the 90s. Anyway, we went to Cyber Techniques mm -hmm. with uh, Phil Mahaffey. Yeah. Yeah. It downtown Dayton. Uh, Pops spent a, ooh, back then. He spent a G back then. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Two, two songs. songs. Two songs only. And they gave because you know having yeah, a yeah. record back then, yeah. you yeah, wasn't like, no bunch of studio or people, local people putting out records. So right. it was only real people putting out records. Yeah, and that was the uh, studio where my dad's group recorded their albums. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, he. What was that experience like for you, man? That was the best man. experience in the world. We thought we were, <laughs> we thought we had made it. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I did a. Uh, a slow song called uh, "Lonely, Lonely Night," and he uh, he front? had the uh, that was a New fact, Jack Swing yeah. type thing. Why you happening. That was the name of the song. Why you friend? Well, we thought we was about to take off on the charts. All <laughs> yeah, but we did it. Like, didn't we do that? Like, we did end up on uh, the songs. Local ended up talent on, uh, spotlight. Mm -hmm. That's that's what it was called. Yeah, U ninety two was it? Oh, yeah. they played it on yeah, the radio. They played it on radio. That's why yeah. we did it because because it, it was like a lot of people. They had they wasn't it called local talent spotlight yeah, or something? Yeah. yeah, that's what it was. So we did it for that. And yeah. then uh shot them the real. And they played it. They played both songs. Like oh they like, did. Yeah, they played both songs. Yeah. One time. <laughs> so, so so 
So people back there who thinking like, okay, well, you know what I'm saying, like, like you upload your music to YouTube and you feel like, okay, I got a million views. When you get yourself on the radio, it's like you got a million views. Man. Like, oh, yeah. It's like there's no other feeling in the world. Like, I remember None. when I first saw on the radio, and it was like, I called all my friends, yo, get up on it. And then, like, they heard, like, the last ad lib for the song went off, right? <laughs> so, so, but for y'all to get y'all first taste of that at that age, was it like, you ain't trying to do nothing else for the rest of your life besides music? We knew. Right. We knew right then. We, we've known our whole lives what we wanted to do. That's hard. But we just... No. Yeah. And it's kinda it was always kinda like effortless too. Like you ain't have to put a lot of effort into writing songs. <laughs> right. Just you love it. when you like love we, something like that. Uh, yeah, we knew what to do. Like we knew like you have a beat in your head and we knew how to produce it. Like you just think of a bass line or think of a drum pattern and we just knew how to make it and make it come to life. Just from a click. Like the, just just from a, the sound of the drum Metronome. Metronome. <laughs> how far apart are you guys in age? Three, three, years. Three, 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 three years. Three years. Yeah. So, what elementary school did y'all go to? Westwood. Westwood. Yeah, we go. Westwood Elementary. <laughs> Westwood Elementary. And uh, who were some of y'all's best friends? Yeah. Best friends. Brian Flukas. You know. Brian Flukas. That was my best friend Flukes, as a kid right. and as an adult also. Yeah. Uh, Will O'Ham. Yeah. You know, uh, Ronald Frost. We were good friends. We still good friends to this day. Yeah. Uh, who else? Uh, Myron Corley. Myron Corley. Uh, one of my Rooster. Best, yeah, Rooster. One of my, his name Jermaine Hills. That was our next door neighbor. They, yeah. they call him Rooster. Yeah. Hanging around him. Man, we just had so. That, I mean, the whole neighborhood. The, we the, was neighbor, like that, the, the neighborhood that we had back then, like that, had never existed no more. Like everybody knew each other. Yeah. Like kids across the street. Like when you go, when you get home from school, all the kids outside. Yeah. Right. Then we had a little field in back of our house. Like play where you football. Go, go play football. And just everybody knew each other. We right. had a uh, basketball, basketball rim in our house. Yeah. Hey, so even if we was home or not, it'd be a yard full of kids <laughs> and then y'all hooping. So, uh, I mean, are y'all only uh, two or y'all got uh, other siblings as well? That's just, just, just us. us. That's crazy. So, so dad really, like, put a bunch of stuff in and play. He had music instruments. He also had a field for y'all to play. He yeah. has basketball. He had it, like, yeah. yeah like man, He was, he was dad to, to a lot of the kids exactly. in the hood, too. Like, because right. they saw what he was doing with us, and they'd come, like, if we go somewhere, like we go to McDonald's, a lot of kids be like, "Well, can I ride with y'all?" My dad be like, "Come Pops on, take ride." Yeah. Like he'd take us, like we go anywhere, movies, go ride so. the bikes. They'd come with us. He would load, oh, he, was, he would he load was, bikes. I don't know pops. how today how he did it. We had a Toyota. He would load so many bikes up in that trunk, man. But the kids loved pops. Was the neighborhood pops, right? Because you know a lot of kids, you know, they would sing a mom, mm -hmm. come sing a yeah. mom, and pops was that pops for a lot of them. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So so. I mean, you know, I mean, it's not like a love fest between brothers all the time. But <laughs> as I know a brother, because I got a brother, y'all had to have some fallout outs back in the day. So, like, what were some of y'all fallouts? Nah, like, where they been? Nah, none. No, nah, we everybody had. Where they Ty been? wouldn't share. Oh, oh, here we go. I, don't, I, don't remember that. <laughs> I knew I'd get it. He wouldn't, he wouldn't share his candy and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the only thing I, I, I mean, remember it too. Like, like, hey, I beat I bit his snicker one time. <laughs> No, it was a cheeseburger. I don't know where it was. We, I it bit was some of yours. We was Man. coming from Hamilton. That, that, that's what that's what it was. Like he you knocked, bit my he knocked wind out of me. What? <laughs> Never bit nothing else. He, he tried to kill me. But, yeah. bro, let, let me ask this. Though. Westwood <laughs> is notorious on Man. some hustling Man. shit. Like, it was some. Mm -hmm. Westwood is a tough neighborhood, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
like um but what are the only hoods that like we don't really have a project there like so like for instance like um they made the coast like later yeah stuff like that uh but really it's like how's the house so like when you got an issue and when everybody is in a got a house it's like it's, it's a lot more to it like when you come from a you know a place where i don't know like westwood we feel like we come with some type of level of class so it's like we kind of like will go extra Westwood. Yeah. yeah, Westwood was like it, was it, was it had West, love. Like though, it was like everybody kind of loved it because you had. But we still had. No, nah, man, Westwood. Okay, yeah, y'all might have loved each other inside of Westwood, but Westwood niggas used to go and star shit with other, other well, neighborhoods, well, well, bro. I'm gonna tell you also why because <laughs> like okay, so for instance, like I'm from. Lorenz, right? So we call it Westwood, but before Roosevelt wasn't Roosevelt, that was really called Roosevelt area. So you have Roosevelt people that go to a Westwood dance, and we would fight at those. Yeah. yeah. But we still was Westwood today. So let's say you somewhere and you from Roosevelt and you somewhere else in the Oaks, and you see that same person you were just fighting with the re- the weekend previously. Yeah. We all Westwood tonight. Right. right uh, okay. Right. Yeah, it's kind of different. So Westwood really didn't brawl with each other like that. Yeah, we did at the dances. <laughs> <laughs> on, the, on, the, on the basketball court. Yeah, yeah. Because like, they, they be down there. Yeah, they, they, they be they doing hard basketball on the basketball. Fight. And they, football because they, they had trap, a little field. In the trap house. What about that? That was later Damn, on. Damn, this is giving me yeah, a different. That was, like, that was a little later way, on. A little later. later. Okay, okay. But check this out. <laughs> I don't know if I'm jumping the gun. Nah, that's cool. Ahead, okay, uh, pops, build. He built us a state of the art studio in the alley in Westwood. Yeah, he took our old garage, was falling apart. He took it. He made it a state of the art studio, and everybody. From all over every neighborhood, would, you know, yes, come record with us, mm-hmm. and, and people were so amazed they couldn't believe nothing like this could be done to a garage. <laughs> I'm talking, it was a real, a real ride. Yes. It was a real, real studio. deal studio. Yes, What's some of those notable people that went through there? From here or, or famous people? Period. Like, PM, I mean, PMD. <laughs> Man, we uh, had a uh, Junior Mafia, Kill Army, Kill Army. Like that's part of Wu Tang. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about the date people. Date yeah. people. Yeah. We had Akio, Oko was Ohio my favorite. Ohio Coalition. <laughs> they was my favorite. Hey. Ohio Coalition. Legendary Ohio handshake. Co- man. We had our own oh, artist, a Ragtop, uh, ODC. Let me tell you, uh, tell you this. I get back to the artist part. The very first, the three first CDs that came out of Dayton, Ohio. Came out of that garage. What? And that was Oko, ODC, ODC and Ragtop. Mm-hmm. The, the first three CDs come out of Dayton, Ohio, came out of our garage. Wow, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's legendary, bro. Yeah. Well, I don't think, did I work, I didn't work on your first, I did your cover. You did the cover. I did the cover. You did the grind time cover. But I had then, something to do with that. And then, for sure. Dang, bro. I mean, like, to me, like, that's legendary to even say, like, Everything really spawned out of y'all garage. It was really your dad's inception. Like it was a landmark. It, it was like almost a landmark because everybody that was going to another studio, they end up hearing about us and coming and mess with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like we just end up being like just the producers of everybody that was that was just recording. Like I don't even know how to have we just start producing everybody. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to um we were doing a show at uh Memorial Hall, and we were open for the Ghost Town DJs, and we were singing. We had a rendition of uh, 
Michael Jackson's rock with you. Oh. It was cold blooded to me. That. Uh, we got done. It was crickets and all that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we went backstage. We like we ain't never doing that no more. So this dude comes running backstage. He's like, "Hey, hey, who did that beat?" Uh, he's like, "We we did it." He said, "Y'all arranged it too." He was showing so much love. He said, "Man, can I get your number, man? And uh, we need to link up and do some stuff." It was Mo Beats. What? Mo Beats. That's how we met. Time out. Damn. First of all, let's say R.I.P. to the legendary R.I.P. R.I.P. Mo Beats. R.I.P. Mo Beats. And then I want to bring up my experience with Mo Beats again. <laughs> of me wrapping my life away and he just gave me that nod like. And, <laughs> and he's running back. Hey, that's Mo. If he loved you or hated you, he, you gonna, that's, that's yeah. all he's going to give you. Man. Or he'll just be like. Okay. Yep. So, so, so back to the Ohio Coalition because Smed like the fast for passes part. What was y'all first impression of Smed? First of all, I knew yeah. Smed way before music. Okay, so yeah. let's get to that. Me and Smed went to school together. Yeah. And what school was it? This was Patterson Court. Pat- See, y'all, yeah. they said I've been a grown man. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> me and Mega Smith. we used to be the same size, same, you know, same yeah. complexion, same haircut. Yeah, so we used to start brother. telling everybody we was brothers. What? Yeah, yeah. Did. So Smith was my little brother for a couple years. Yeah. yeah. And I went to school with Chill. Oh, yeah. Chill. Yeah. yeah. Up at, uh, we went to Residence Park together, RP. and we went to Roth together. So I, wow. knew, I knew Chill from then. Like, Matter of fact, before even the Ohio Coalition was together, I think Chill came and recorded a couple songs with me. He was, yeah, he, he was chill. He was chilled in. He yeah, chill, he chill, did. Chilly beat in. But, like, so before we all hooked up, before like me, Chill, and um, before Chill, because we already was Ohio Coalition for real, mm-hmm. and then Chill ended up joining our group. Mm-hmm. And then once he did that, he was like, "Bro, y'all should go over here." With my, he called T Tuck. That's why I call him T Tuck. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? He's like, bro, let's go over here and record. We was going to my bro Dean Hummins. Man, Mm. Dean is a master. Man, that's my bro. Uh, He, but Dean went to school with my mom. You know what I'm saying? So he used to just show me love because he knew my mom before she passed away. So Dean is like always been there for us. Mm -hmm. But for whatever reason, Chill was like, bro, we should go over here and get with them. Mm -hmm. Get with Dream On. So I'm like, shit, come on. Then when I got there, it was Mel. It was Mel <laughs> me. So I'm like, what? And yeah. then it was just, um, man, just going over there, being with bros that was my age. Mm-hmm. And they could play anything. So, like, I had production ideas that I wanted to produce, but I didn't know how to play any of that stuff, right? right? And so all you got to do is hum them a beat or let them listen to it, and they – they in it, bro. They in, I'm talking about they whipping, they busting out beats in 10 minutes. Yeah. Like, while they over there arranging everything, they playing it, they getting it right, we in there, we right. writing. Mm-hmm. We writing to the beat that's not even made yet. They just got the drums popping, and we in there writing. Mm-hmm. And by the time they done put everything else in, whatever, the bells and the whistles, man, we ready to record. And then we over there just jugging, man. And man. it was... It was just, it was a perfect fit. And Definitely. so, like you said, like, for whatever, 
That, that, that whole atmosphere. It, they had made funny. a song for us maybe before we had released our first little album that was called Grind Time. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if we was like, we just going to put this on the next one. But our whole second right. CD, they produced the whole thing. Right. Right. It was it was just over with. So man, that was those both yeah. albums was classic. Man, man. bro, if, if, real on, talk. On the man. scale of the you know the five mics, both albums was mm-hmm. fire. Tales of the Grinders. That was the oh name of our album. Day uh, classics. Man, that shit, man. <laughs> I'm telling, bro. We got a song called "Fresh About the Pen." That was hey. that's classic, right, bro? There. This might be the hardest song anybody them ever heard in their life, bro. Yeah. It's, Real man, and this to this day, tough. I ain't heard nobody sample that. I haven't either. I ain't heard Nobody's nobody done it. I ain't heard nobody dope. We ain't even gonna that. say what it right, is. Nope, don't yeah. say what it is. <laughs> Matter of fact, it's that's so a dope, dope idea now. Yeah. Right. Like now. Bro, man. they played this. We got this other song called Fat Nigga. And it is, it's a combination of these fat boy beats. Mm-hmm. But we replayed this shit, bro. And we re like anything about a song that we don't like, we'll remove that that little That's part, yeah, and just hit them with bass lines and drums, bro. Yeah, and our shit just rocks so hard, <laughs> bro. I'm telling you, I used to but, love working with them. Yeah, man. Yeah, bro. Just the engineering side, and then they let you get hands on with it. Like they'll make it, but if we like, bro, take the take the strings out right here, yeah. or bring them back in. They like okay, okay, cool, you know. So it, yeah, it was. They used to do the breakdowns like on the on the keyboard when they be like yeah. on this part because you, you had to do it yourself. <laughs> yeah, like there yeah. wasn't no Pro Tools and then like so like if they want to drop the beat like when Smith might want to say something beat. like yeah. Yeah, you got to actually do it by hand. Yeah, like what? Yeah, you got to do it by hand. We was Man. good at it though. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm well, telling you who was cold at it was uh Dale Postel Depot. Yeah, he was he was the. Uh, I was the engineer, but he was the co-engineer on the ODC stuff. But he was good with the punch in, man. I'm telling you, it was a, it was an art to them punch in. Like you yeah. say, you couldn't mess up back yeah. then. You right. could not mess up. Yeah, right. And all that practice that y'all had when y'all were kids with the four track, yeah, it was preparing you for what you would be able to produce later when y'all had y'all's customers coming. Yeah, through. but guess who introduced us to the four track? I, I'm going back just a little bit. Yeah, come on, Mr. Hall. Mr. Hall. Our music teacher wow. was working with our dad on some records. Uh-huh. And my dad came home with a fin- finished record. I'm like, you went to the studio? <laughs> He's like, no, nah, I did this at Hall Basement. I'm like, in the basement? <laughs> like, you did full records in the basement? Yeah, it's something called, some kind of track machine thing. So, Mr. Hall was our teacher already. So, when yeah. I'm talking, I was like, how did you record our dad like that? He's like, something called a four track. Life changer. Wow. Yeah. Life yep. changer. We our life changed right that moment. It's like we could do we could make music like that because at home. Really with a four track, you're capable of recording more than four things. You just gotta mix yeah. it down. You gotta, yeah, you, you gotta, gotta bounce, bounce it, it back. Bounce it down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like for instance, so so like you could bounce those four down and then making that one whole track. And then yeah, you know, yeah. Like, exactly. You know, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, shit, if you want to put in that work, you limitless, man. Yeah. You can keep it popping. Which also benefited you when you were making, like, uh, you know, like graphic art and stuff like that, because it's still the same process right, of, right. of doing that. Right. So, so it's kind of like, like, y'all learn on the fly, and y'all also keep y'all ears to the streets for the new things that's coming. Right, right, right. So, like, um, when did y'all start fa- phasing out stuff? Like, was it more or less, like, 
when it was needed or when it was like you heard again that something was coming. Because like you know how like you would start off with the four track. What did y'all move to next? Real to real. Real to real. That was eight. And I, I moved, we moved from four to eight. Mm -hmm. And it was a real to real tape machine. Fostex. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we thought, once again, we thought we had <laughs> the world in our crazy. hands with eight, you know. Yeah. Four more tracks is all it was. <laughs> but... You know, we also got introduced to mixing boards. Mm -hmm. So, you know, with the eight tracks we had, we can separate them into the mixer. And yeah, man, it, it, was, a, it was a, from the eight track, where do we move to? The uh, DA, DA38. High eight tapes. High eight tapes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, high eight. But we, we, but we also had a keyboard eight, eight that had, the keyboard had 16 tracks on it. Mm -hmm. That we had. What was the keyboard called? And Sonic. Sonic. Yeah. And Sonic. Like you could make sounds on there. Like you could. I think Timbaland still use that keyboard to this day. Mm -hmm. You can't find them nowhere. So wow. you didn't really need. What was the two good keyboards, bro? You had the Kurzweil, and then what was the other kind? The and, and Sonic. The ASR10. ASR10. Yeah. EPS16. That's what we had. Yeah. Yeah. So, so during this time, right? So, so y'all got people coming through. I mean, I mean, it's probably some like like I did for love, but y'all still making money. But y'all using that to reinvest back into the equipment. Right. So, um, was that something like I learned from your dad, or was just more or less like that was something he he started it like he? Cause tell you what I did. I went off to college, right? <laughs> we just skipped high school. So we skipped high school. We, we talked a little bit about high school. Man, me and Smith went to high school together. <laughs> uh, I went off to college. I love talking about music, y'all. I, I don't mind this at all. So I started getting them refund checks. And everybody else around me, they buying cars and stupid stuff, blowing the whole check in the weekend. Right. I was buying equipment. Yeah. So I was buying $3,000 mixers and, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, the state of the art, whatever was the best thing of that time, that's right. what I was buying. So you hitting up Guitar City every weekend, baby. Every weekend. <laughs> it was uh, Ace, Ace Music Ace, back then. Ace Music back then. And then, I did, then I started helping buy the I was working at Church's Chicken. Why? I was using that money to buy some more stuff that we needed. Like mm -hmm. It was like, so. but he started it with, with the buying the equipment, and then we just added on until we had a full studio. Yeah, so, man. So, so like, what was it like from your perspective? Like, sick? Seeing Big Bro go off to college, but he's still making sure he's putting together the same thing like y'all working on. So it's like y'all never were separate. Like even when we went to college, he's still working on what y'all doing together. Yeah. Mm -mm. When I left, he took, I took man, over. He, he got because I had all his, when he left, he, I had all so his dope. business. Uh -huh. Like like all the people that was messing with him when he left, they just started messing with me. Right. Like and that's how it. He got so kinda, dope, I man. When I left, over. I got mad. I was like, "When you learn how to do all this, his beats, man, his beats was up here now. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was good, mm -hmm. but you know, he kind of does. He do what I do, right? So he kind of looked at me. So he wasn't that good at first. Yeah, I learned. I learned everything that he did. Like I kind of watched and learned, yeah. and then just. Like, hey, he so he had Joe style and his own. Basically. And his own. He had two yeah. bags now. He got to add to the sauce a little bit. I mean, yeah. because like you posted back in 2012, you said, uh, you said like you played the bass, he played lead. Mm -hmm. You played the piano, he wrote music. Mm -hmm. You opened the studio, and he took over the studio. That's how it was. Real talk. That's, that's, I think that's how I ended up starting to work with them because like he was gone. 
Oh, okay. like and, and and I started like all his customers just became my customers, yeah. like that, like yeah. And you know, so dang, you went to school around that time. So are we out of the we out of the Westwood right now? No, we still we still in Westwood. Still in Westwood. West uh, studio stayed, and I went off Central State. Okay, and that's where I met uh, North. North, yeah, Big North. Uh, G Dub, yeah. And uh, Skano? Skano was at Central. Sk- Skano was there before me, mm-hmm. so he was already there when I got there. Right. But I knew Skano before Central State. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, that's where so I met. You went uh, to Central State. I thought you went to jail, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know you can't you tell me even who you going to college. <laughs> that's where you were. You was from Westwood. You was from Westwood. No, I was learning. Up, you came up missing. Well, I, I thought you learn. was locked up. Means my bad. <laughs> So when Mees came home, it was for break. Yeah. Spring break. <laughs> Christmas break. Like, Mees home. Bro, that's the funny part. He's, he's saying, bro, I thought you were the Jason. You can't tell me you're going to school. <laughs> nah, that, that, you know, that was, that was the best, I mean, so best yeah, years, man. So so let's talk about that because like, we like to talk about that also. Is like, what was your first year of college like for you? So when I got there, you know, we, we had, had kind of a little music name, so. You know, when you get up to college, you got to start over. You ain't yeah. nobody. So, yep. yeah. being whoever I was in high school, that don't matter. No it wasn't nothing. So, <laughs> I brought time. We did, it had a Central State Talent Show, right? Oh, uh, yeah. So, oh, here we go. So, we we got in the talent show. We thought, hey, hey, these girls going to love us. <laughs> so, man, we, we, we got up there, man. It, Everybody, the whole auditorium was boo, 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 what? Boo, boo, y'all. We were singing, what was it, Lonely Nights? We was, it was singing our original song, but they yeah. thought we was lip syncing. Oh. So they just booing, they didn't let us get through the song. Hey. So I had bought all these roses, right? <laughs> <laughs> I bought all these roses to, to get to the girls. So I was mad, so I just started throwing the roses <laughs> out in the audience, man. I turned around, tired and left. I'm out. Bro, you out there, man. He left. He left me on stage by myself. So I'm oh. looking around. My dad was in the back, uh, back of the curtain. He's like, "It's all right, John. You gonna have bad ones." Uh-huh. But that was the last time we sung together. We we didn't do no more nothing together. Wow. We were called One Dream, Taiwan, Drink, yeah. Jamel. Oh D-R- wow. D-R- yeah. Yeah. One for last. His last three letters. Yeah. Dream. D R E M. Jamel. That's, that's when hard. I that, yeah yeah. That's when I knew like I like I knew I I started getting into rap then. Yeah. Like cause I ain't want to sing. Like I ain't like I I ain't like I ain't like to sing like perform. I'm like I don't want to perform because I was kind of shy. So I started trying to learn how to rap. Mm-hmm. So I was like yeah I, I get I do go this. Way. I ain't gonna lie, bro. If I bought like a bouquet of roses, y'all. Me. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I hit one girl in the head because he had them things on the end. <laughs> The water oh, thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that girl was so mad, man. She met me after that show, man. <laughs> I was, I felt, I was. That's one of my most embarrassing moments oh, man, my in, God. in the industry. But yeah, we got through it. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I mean, y'all in Westwood, y'all got a, you know, what I'm saying like a studio that's popping. I mean, y'all had to have a situation with street niggas, right? So the majority, man. Yeah. So oh. I mean, <laughs> majority. pretty much everybody <laughs> thought we was. Everybody thought we was hustlers, yeah. Because that's all we dealt with, and you know, you know right. in Westwood, Middle Hood, in the alley, right. So our neighbors saw this traffic always at our house. 
million cars parking the alley, million cars yeah. on the street, yeah. all this traffic going in and out. So we, we had out front smoking. So the cops, we got the cops call on us so much. We actually had to take the cops in the yeah, studio. Yeah, we, we had to show the to cops. To show them what we was doing. Like, we not dealing drugs. They get, well, we getting complaints over here. And so I'm like, what? nah, we doing music. Come on. So once they, they came in. the cops in yeah, the spot. We took them in. Because they kept getting, they, they, people kept calling them. And they thought we was they like. They thought it was a trap. Dealing some dope or something. So we showed them what we was doing. And they was like, oh, this is cool. And like they was, yeah. they was blown away to see. I'm talking about. It, I wish I had pictures, was, man. It, it was, was a made. real live studio. So the police was so blown away, man. Plaques on the wall. They they looked out for us. Yeah. They looked Sometimes out for they us. would be parked like in the alley. Like just Yeah, the police kind of watching. There. Like if we leave, like if we gone, like if we go on family go on vacation or something like the police would like be in the alley, like just kinda watching. Yeah, they kinda looked out for us. It was a landmark, man. Eight on nine one, that was a landmark. So talk about some of some of those plaques that's on the wall. So uh so well, you know, the plaques was, you know, they was, it was dating plaques. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I made my own plaques. Oh, okay. I mean. Um, of course, uh, Todd did the first few D-cut uh, mixtapes. Mi- the, yeah, the, yeah, they make the mixtape. The one that they, I don't even remember the names of the mixtapes. Like, I don't even know how I ended up meeting them. Like, but they end up coming. <laughs> I don't even remember the story. Ready was like, in D-cut then. Yeah, Re- Ready was in D-cut. I was cool with uh with, with chaos anyway. Like mm-hmm. and, uh, they came through that the mixtape that they did. That was the one that blew up. Like yeah. the, they did it, and it, I just started hearing it all over Dayton. Like I'll be at Burger King or just anywhere. I just started hearing it. That's and they started getting the buzz. Flipside, that flip was our, our friends. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Ronald Foster. Remember, I said my childhood friend. Yeah. Uh, who else we had? Chemistry. They later on signed with Rough Riders. Mm-hmm. Uh, who didn't we work with? I mean, y'all was working with everybody. 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 You know, if y'all did everybody. Y'all politician. The politician uh, we had, politician. a face line, which, yeah, you, know, uh, you know, I'm reconnecting with my, my boy North. right now. Yeah. North. yeah. He had a, man, he had this cat named Newt. Newt, man. That, I, he was we, the best. We thought he was the next, you know, Jay-Z whatever. He was cold with it. He went to school with us at Central State. Okay. So North introduced us more to uh, – East Coast. There we go. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because we was before North, really. We was doing the old coast style music. You know, we was doing the. Uh, you yeah. know, we were doing like kind of Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Kind of the West, the Westwood. I mean, I said Westwood. Midwest is really influenced by West Coast. So exactly. Like, yeah, so they influenced by us. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah. I mean, it's luxury handshake. Yeah. Luxury handshake. <laughs> so uh, they ride Davis. Remember that. So. Uh, fast forward just a little bit. Um, like I said, I went to school with G Dub. G Dub had Tall Entertainment. Yeah, there we go. Uh, he had a group called All Around Incredibles. Yeah, and they sound was like totally, totally East Coast. You know. Yeah. Shout out to my boy. Shout out to G Dub. Q. <laughs> Tall Mommy. man. Tall my brother, my cousin <laughs> Alan Spears. Yes, sir. Yeah, they was all messing with that. So uh, they held some auditions at uh. What was, was it a called? Record store, wasn't it? Classic records. Or was it classic records? I don't. I don't remember. No, it was hip hop culture. Yeah, hip hop yeah. culture. They did some in, um, auditions there, and then they did more auditions at Mo's studio. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were there the first time we we, we were at the studio twice. Mm-hmm. That's another story. Um, so uh, 
from that audition, they picked up 275, Dee Dee, and Rob Jackson. Yeah. Um, so they was also auditioning no producers. Right. So um, we let them hear some beats. and uh, Rob Jackson got on the beat. Uh, 275 got on the beat. I didn't have nothing for Dee Dee. And uh, the very first beat I think I did for him was, was it Monday Night Football? I think so. He gave G Dub gave me an idea. He's like, "What can you do with this?" And I brought him back to Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. He said, "Hey, who you messing with, man? You like you signed somebody?" I'm like, "Nah, you know, I ain't, I ain't doing nothing." Mm-hmm. He said, "You want to be our uh, in-house producer?" I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just like that. Mm-hmm. Never charging for no beats or whatever." Wow. Never. You know, I was just I was just happy to be working with them boys. Man, they was. Yeah. It was cold blooded, man. Yeah. They, DeMarco, Snipes, that's Bob Jackson, how, that's how I learned how to rap listening to them. Because mm. I was I was slowly getting they, into rap. And you know, a lot of people say they good, but these the acts they had, they were phenomenal. And yeah, man, they were they was just great to work with. Man. Polished. Yeah, Polished, Polish, bro. Polish. Like uh DeMarco had been in school and he kinda like came home. You know, he went and finished school because DeMarco told this story too, but from his perspective. Yeah. When he when he was here and did his interview. And DeMarco was always an artist, man. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I think he made that transition from the like painting, art, and drawing mm-hmm. to being just a, a creator with music, bro. Just a lyricist. You and it's know? crazy that like his cousin, his blood cousin, is the opposite way around. Like where he literally loves music and now he's an artist. Like, uh, yeah. Shout out to Uh He actually just. Um, gave t- uh, Jeezy a, a photo of him and his mom. Well, uh, like he painted it or whatever, and like t- uh, and like Jeezy done reposted and everything, man. So man, like it's it's some legendary in their DNA genetic code. Period, man. Sir. So so how was it, bro, to to actually find going from just producing for everybody, mm-hmm. right? But now you kind of found a home as an in-house producer. And was we still in Westwood at this point? We still in, still Westwood. in Westwood. Yeah. I had, uh, I had, my boys fell out with me, man. Because I had my own artist. I had Ragtop. Yeah. I was messing with T.I. His name was T.I. back then. Yeah, yeah. I had that in my so, <laughs> I was uh, with that. I kind of left. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I started messing with T. Heavy, heavy. You know, we traveling and doing all that. Yeah. So, my dream own crew yeah. Juan Allen Ragtop, uh, Herb Booker. Yeah. And Ty, my brother, you know, they really wasn't feeling me doing that, you know. What I'm right. Saying? And, and I had already always said, like, you know, it ain't like that. You know, I'm going to come back and get y'all. You know, we, you know. Yeah, you was just going to kind of get your foot yeah. in the door to, to open it up and bring right. it. Yeah. So they had bad feelings about me for that, you know, that period. Mm-hmm. But I, I came back and made it right. So, Ty, how, how, let me hear your perspective on it, bro. At that particular time, I hadn't really, I wasn't working with Tyler Entertainment. I came in late, like, yeah, like, because uh, he, he was he was hating on. He didn't like Tyler. No, no, it wasn't that. Like, we didn't have like no kind of like connection. Like, I was, I wasn't there. I was just kind of just there, like observing. Like, you was a little brother, working. not a actual artist. Yeah, I was yeah. working with like I had my own like crew of people. I was working with uh, artists named K Cap, mm-hmm, yeah. uh, A Ron. Mm-hmm. 
uh, the Corp, uh, Elroy, rest in peace, Avery Green, Elroy, Willie Oso. Shout out to Willie Oso. Like, so we was I was working with them, like mm-hmm. like my homeboys. So uh, I was just kind of on the sidelines watching. I ain't I ain't coming to Tall Entertainment till late. Like the, I wasn't on the um, the Tall Life album. I ain't had no tracks on it. Right. So, but when they start, uh, did produ- you did you have feel like uh, Did you feel yeah? Did you nah feel nah like because I did they 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 was. I didn't know them, like I I I literally had to start uh, sitting in the studio and just politicking, and just just uh, talking to him. It was actually an accident how I started messing with them because he was always busy. Yeah. So they ended up doing a session with me. And, wow. And 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 that's ah, how that's how that's, 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 that's no that that's how I introduced them to my beats. Like they did a session. Mm. Uh, uh, two seven five and uh, G Dub came through and did a session with me. Right. And. Uh, and I just started letting them hear beats. So that's how they got introduced to my beats. And I started working with uh, DeMarco and Snipes. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's how we established that. I ain't really worked with Rob Jackson too much either till later on. Like, right. it, like uh, it Rob, was, heard, yeah, Rob heard a couple really, of things. I think my question is, when Jamel first started, or Mies, when he first started messing with them, did you feel like your bro was gone and your business partner? No, nah, not at not all. Not at all. No, nah, okay. nah. Like I was like just just like I say in the back just watching. I was I was happy. I'm like, man, like he 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 sugarcoating. <laughs> no, that's a whole that's a whole nother story. Like but it's like that, well, let's no, hear that story. That's a story. No, no, I wasn't I didn't feel bad he at all. Like, I, I, I didn't know them. Like he, they had a connection, so I didn't know them. Like, but that's your brother. You got the ultimate connection, and your brother gone, and y'all been. But it, it was like I, I, like I said, I was working with the people that I was working with. Like it, it wasn't something that I was kind of interested in being a part of. Yeah. Until the accidental session. Right. And then when I when I did the session, it was like okay, yeah, you know they can rap, and I ended up letting them hear some beats, mm-hmm. and uh, I think they. Wrapped on one of my beats or something like that, and then we just gradually got cool. Yeah, right. and, uh, uh, yeah. Same same way with Rob Rob Jackson. We kind of gradually got cool, and he. I think the one of the first beats he did that I did it was a beat. He did a song called Disco Thugs to it or something. Mm-hmm. Then he started doing a little more and more, but uh, yeah, that was, that was a slow process. Me getting cool with them, like right. that was more. They had more of a connection. Right. So so um so two seven five gets signed to Kaj Records. So, uh, I mean, are you cool at this point in time? Yeah, yeah. That, but it, it took a while. That was like, it took maybe one to two years to get wow. in good. Yeah, like because they was kicking it and traveling and all. I wasn't a part of that. Like, mm-hmm. so it just took a while to get in the mix. And they was you know. Going, Did you feel left behind in some type nah, of way? Like, like no, nah, not not at all. Because like that was more of. Like, like I said, I didn't, I didn't know them. Right, and I think I think what what uh, Ty is saying is, look, he was taking care of his own business. He was doing his thing. Yeah, like I had Big a- Bro was going up there doing his thing, and then when Big Bro went off, he wasn't feeling no type of way because that that's gonna always be his brother. And from what it sounded like to me is what I did feel. Yeah, here we go. Like a certain type of <laughs> not 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 in a bad way, but when that uh, Monday Night Football took off. I was kind of like, oh man, like they 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 doing their thing, yeah. Like, and it was kind of like, all right, like, but at the same time, it's like I didn't want to, I ain't know them, and they wasn't 
You know what I'm saying? To me, okay, like for instance, I'm saying I have a brother, right? Yeah. And if for instance, like me and my brother had done music together, right? And if I like got signed to some record label and faction and I was traveling stuff like that, my little brother would expect like I'm right here too. Like he he would want me to pop the back door open the moment I got in there as well. Yeah, it was a separate thing though. Like I said, I was producing, like I said, K. He he even started yeah. producing A Ron Yeah, like rack topping. So it was like, like this is my best friend, right? right? Also, so he told me, you know, he he felt way. We joke about it to this day, but you know, he he. I came home, you know, off you know doing whatever me and T was doing, fresh off. So <laughs> fresh off, smell like new money. Fresh off, Ty, <laughs> Ty, <laughs> little brother, little brother, how you doing in this? Uh, how you doing in this garage over here? <laughs> so, so he, but I'm, 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 I'm looking like that. That, that, that is how it sounded. I mean, it is, I'm, I'm being silly, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so they was let, they was letting me hear the work they was doing. Yeah, yeah. So it probably came off like, hey, but it wasn't. Right. I was just being real. I'm like, nah, that ain't the stuff they was doing. Got like, nah. But, but since I'm doing this other thing, they're like, man, forget him, man. Yeah, right. Nah, uh, yeah. So. Yeah, like you have. Yeah, like I'm somebody. Like, you like I'm somebody. <laughs> you made it. I'm like, like nah, me. Like I'm just saying. Wait for me, like we gonna get back to our stuff. But come, you know, well, I got. Let me ask you this: let's 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 reverse yeah, the yeah, game yeah, real quick. Yeah, uh-huh. Did you, Mees, yes, feel some type of way because now your best friend and your brother start making music without you? you. That's probably yes. Okay. Yeah. See that? Because yeah. me and Kurt were like Snoop and Dre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we, you know. Yeah. We did, you know, so many songs. Together. And then, you know, I felt the way. I ain't going to lie. Yeah. I felt yeah, the way. Cause it, well, both of y'all, like, y'all been making stuff together for all yeah, of this time. Yeah, but, yeah. And y'all haven't, I don't know, y'all probably had established the fact that y'all was business partners. But since y'all was brothers, y'all might have just been doing this as a natural thing. Man, right. Yeah, little bro in here working. Right. Y'all never... Y'all was in a group, but y'all still brothers, even if y'all ain't going to perform. Right. No and that's, that's how I looked at it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but, like, like I said, the tall entertainment thing for me, that kind of just, I just kind of slid in there. Like, yeah. just letting them hear beats, and then we gradually got cool, and it, it just kind of slid in there like that. But even when the deals happened, he was, me was working a lot with Rob Jackson. Mm-hmm. I started working a lot more with DeMarco and Snipes. Right. Because, yeah. like, our styles gelled together better. Right. And he had a, a connection with Rob, like, where they was like, you know, yeah. Timberland and you, you, you yeah. know, like they they had a two man weave going in. Yeah, I, I gelled better with with Demarco and Snipes. Like like my beat styles and I started getting influenced like by Bad Boy and yeah. the, and the, and the, and the Hitman sound and all that. And and we just gelled. We right. started gelling and and getting cooler at the same time. Then I became part of the the the, uh, the, crew, Wait, the clique. Let me let me ask you this, and I think this is something that everybody wants to know. So you you finally, and this is for you, Mees. You you finally get a chance to uh, get your music. You signed by some. Di- you got distribution. Mm-hmm. Is that what's going on? Okay. We're with uh, Warner Electric Atlantic. How how is it when you negotiating a contract to sign? I mean, was you a part of that process? Actually, uh, they gave me a third of TE. Uh, I was a third third Partner. owner. Yeah. But I didn't. Um, I wasn't on the business end of it. Right. 
I was I just strictly production and that was that's all I did. But I didn't I didn't handle any of the business mm-hmm. aspects of it. But when okay, so understood. <clears throat> but when they go in and they negotiate some type of deal for distribution, um, do they give you guys funding in order for you guys to ramp up your production or spend money on promotion or how is it how does that work? Um, the deals we had we were trying to do like a no limit type thing, yeah, cash yeah. money. So no money was involved. Really. Oh, right. They would put us in all the stores, you know, distribution around the world. Yeah. But everything else was up to us, you know, exactly. studio production. That was up to us. And y'all get to keep a large percentage. Right. We got to keep them. Flipping. We got to keep majority of the money. So um, I also want to ask, um, you know, like on sampling and stuff like that, right? So like to get a sample cleared, you know, what I mean. What does that really mean? Like, for instance, like if you want to clear, like, you know what I'm saying, like whatever sample we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. um, what, what's the process of getting a, a sample cleared? You have to find a publisher of the original song first. You just have to find the contacts for that company if they still in existence. Um, they give the yay or the nay, and then they set a price. Mm-hmm. There are some uh, sample companies that's already set up and they kind of just give you a flat rate or whatever. Right. But, um, for instance, uh, the song Strange was one of the 275 biggest hits. Mm-hmm. Um, we called the publishing company, which was Larry Blackman, the actual writer of from Cameo. Yeah. yeah. He wrote the original song Strange. So we sent it to him. He loved it. Mm-hmm. He said, yeah, man, use that. And he gave us the price or whatever, and um, somehow he lost the publishing company. The company actually told us, like, no, we couldn't use it. Because he didn't yeah. own the rights to his he own song. He didn't own the rights to his own song. So whoever's the publisher of a song is the uh, I didn't know that. Is that, is that why so we had to, that's why we had to rewrite the lyrics. We had their we lyrics. We hook. had to rewrite the whole hook because they wouldn't let us use it. That's why. Okay, I didn't know that. That's yeah, that's exactly why. Yeah, the wow. whole hook was totally different. We rewrote the hook. We used Strange. There, we used the cameo version. Yeah. That's I like it. And they said no. That's the reason why. Well, they said they wouldn't even sell you a sample clearance? Mm-mm. They didn't like the song. That happened twice. We had another song called Dear Streets. Uh, it was uh, Atlantic Star. Mm-hmm. They just flat out said no. Ain't no way, nope. Can't use it. That's crazy. What was the sample? Closer than close. Was it a? I mean, it was, was it, a, it was a hit for Atlanta Star. But I mean, is it a? Their streets was, it a was white artist or a black artist kind of thing. Atlantic Star is a. It was a black soul group. Yeah, that's like a, Midnight that's Star. A, that's a, that's a, yeah. What's What's the rule on sample. playing it over though? And and, and ter- interpolations. Don't play it. You still gotta pay for that. If it's if it's too, you still gotta pay for that. Oh, like the um, like the Robin Thicke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's too close, you you still gotta. Yeah, you gotta pay for that too. Same thing. Wow. So you're not getting away. You catch the sampling, and you ain't really going through the uh, the motions to get that clear. They gonna find you. So 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 I mean, I want to fast forward too much, but since we're still on this topic, so like, how do you feel when like people are using like, for instance, like uh. Like nowadays, if, if people are gonna make beats now, they can just download a Dr. Dre uh, drum uh, plugins and stuff like that. Do you still pay for those, or is it? They made them. Yeah, 
they made them a uh, public use. Okay. Oh man. Okay. Which uh, I was talking to Smith earlier, man. I uh, I quit for a while, man, and I started I started hating on these new producers. Dude, that was the downfall. Like we both kind of kind of chilled a little bit. Fruity Loops changed the game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We've been classically changed. We yeah. playing, making sampling. Like from on scratch. the spot. And taking money out your pocket, taking money out of your... Nobody want to pay for beats no more. That's what the people that would come see us would want. Like the Fruity Loop type and MIDI. It changed like the MIDI sounds and we've we been doing it. Yeah. Like and they... The Y'all whole, never physically playing. Yeah, the whole sound changed. So it they started... Like, you know, we were selling... We was getting money selling beats, selling mm-hmm. music to people. Original beats, tailor-made, whatever you want. They go snatch a beat off YouTube now. Yeah. yeah. No money down. Wow. So that killed the game. That killed our game. And I was a hater for a long time, man. I ain't gonna even lie. It, it, it was it was hard to get into that too, like just the fruity loops and the and the, and the other stuff break. because because <laughs> we did it from scratch, like with mm-hmm. the keyboard, like so they it, it's, it's a whole totally new sound, right? And we it was kind of like we got lost in the sauce a little bit, like so that's why we kind of backed away, and it was like people wasn't wanting what we had no more; they wanted this sound, mm. like. Yeah, I attribute that to like Cash Money uh, when they came out. Yeah, and, you know they start wanting more of that and the just yeah, Cash Money, the Jeezy. Yeah, and man, it was like man. So we kind of chill. We kind of fell back because we sampled a lot. Right, like you know. So yeah, we was. I mean, you got, I mean, to me also. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna remind everybody that. Um, we want to just give our sponsors just a shout out, uh, Sheik's Breakfast. Uh, if you're hungry for breakfast, make sure that you go to Sheik's. They got the best breakfast in the city. Absolutely. I like the French toast platter, mm-hmm. and it comes with two chicken wings, which mm-hmm. is amazing, and French toast and eggs. Get them at any way you want, and uh, fried potatoes and onions, and they even give you a little bit of fruit on the side, and it's it's just delicious. It's the best breakfast in the city. And my brother, North Agnes All Natural Grill, on the corner of North Main. No, no, no. On the corner of East 3rd and Wayne. Yep. Um, jerk chicken, cocoa bread, and brown sugar lemonade. They right there. It's a great place. It's in the old Wimpy's. And if you ever get injured for any reason, go to the hospital, especially in a car accident. Go to the hospital. And call attorney Michael Wright at 937-222-7477. We also want everybody to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can watch all of the Legendary People podcasts on our YouTube channel. We got Binge Watch Mondays where you can just go in and watch all of these interviews from the legends from the city. So make sure, like, subscribe, ring the bell notification. Ring the bell notification so you can get an alert every time we drop a new video. Next week, we got, might have Peso, might have Coach Hoskins, Mm -hmm. um, or either Shawan Fry coming in on Monday. So, we'll have a show on Monday. Tuesday, we got my cousin Skeeter Fly. Yes. Uh, He, Ohio Coalition, and he going crazy on Facebook every day. And Wednesday, we got Coach Powell. And Thursday, who we got, Peanut, you remember? I cannot remember Thursday. We got somebody on Thursday. When I do the rundown again, I'll double check. But we got a good show coming next week, man. I like that. Um, Coach Powell is a is a real, real legend, legend, legend. I'm sure everybody want to hear. So, everybody, make sure y'all tune in and stay with us. And, Peanut, back to you, bro. 
So now I'm going to make y'all laugh because I got a question, right? So uh, <laughs> in my research, <laughs> yeah. in my research, right, um, um, like I had an actual like event going on. It was called the uh, Legitimate Music and Lock Mass Promotions, the Dream On Productions, where like I had, uh, it's a, called a Family and Friends Concert. What the hell is in a Dream On? What the hell is it called a uh, Dream On Mixed Dream? Man, I don't it know. It was four dollars. Lock this guy named Lockness, <laughs> DJ Lockness. I remember yeah. DJ Lockness. Yeah. <laughs> DJ Lockness. He put that together, man. It, I don't think three people showed up. To <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know that was just one of them things we went through. Yeah. So um, you also um, you know um, like I factor with a lot of, with like a lot of different uh, uh, groups and stuff like that, uh, like the corporate uh, presents the ghetto execs first mixtape. Mm-hmm. Um. To me, uh, it, to me, I liked how you know what I'm saying. Like you did the one thing, going out doing it yourself. You kept working with the artists that were here. When did y'all bring it all the way back together? We we never was not together. Like even when he was gone, we we still- we really got back together. Uh, we like I say, we never was not together. Mm-hmm. But the uh, unlawful entry album. Unlawful entry. So uh, that's when Ty really got to show his. His thing, you know what I'm saying? Uh, what he do. Yeah. And that, by that time, uh, the, uh, uh, the Unlawful Entry album, I was real, me and DeMarco and Snipes had got real cool, cool like, at, okay. at that point. We just start, you know, where we start hanging out and they come to the studio and I'm like, man, I got this, I got this, I got this. And, you know, that's when we start building the relationships. Also, like, because I wasn't real cool with G-Dub and, and Tall either. Like, I started getting real cool with them. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, you know. And that's that's what yeah he was more family now now, yeah. now he's in you know yeah. how did it feel to finally be in there too? oh man I was loving it because like the moves they was making and the, it, it, all the attention they was getting like they it was it was it was a big thing I, I wanted to be a part of, I was loving it mm-hmm. I'm like yeah like so you and guys, I was glad I was glad you guys actually went out on the road yeah to start touring oh yeah what about what some of the um some of the people that you guys did shows with some celebrity stories. Man, this is crazy. We've opened for Scarface. Mm. Yeah. T.I. Ghetto Boy. Ghetto Boy. Lil Wayne. Jeezy. Uh, let's, I let's got a, I got a, I got a, I got one for you. <laughs> we opened for T.I. in Milwaukee, right? Yeah. So, we up in the balcony watching. We was filming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, these big old gigantic security guards, they rushed Ty. Attacked him. Took my camera. Threw him to the ground, took his camera. Took the took tape. Took the tape out. <laughs> Tore all. I didn't the... know you wasn't supposed to be taping. Like, they I'm, never. I'm just taping. Like, but this... all our footage from, we have no footage from, because it was all on. Oh. From, man. we had Kanye West. We had, uh, the, like, all the people named T.I. We had Lil the uh, Lil Wayne. Yeah, T.I. was up in the VIP. Scarface. All these, it was on one tape, so, you know. That guy hurt. That hurt so bad for that guy. He, we could have just erased because he, he yeah. said he, he was Ti's people. He said he didn't. We wasn't authorized to tape the show. I was yeah. like, we that's us down there. You know, yeah. we just opened. You yeah, know. it could have been a conversation, and then we could have done it like. Nah, they snatched. Like, Ty was shook. <laughs> Ty was shook. These Dang. these dudes were so big. Right. I mean, they ain't had to do all that. Right. Man, that's some bullshit. That is. And uh, that's some bullshit. Yeah, oh, let me let me let me put the camera on me. <laughs> Listen, bro. Whoever did that shit, <laughs> I just heard you was big. 
ain't, I don't want no real smoke. <laughs> that was fucked up, man. Okay, man, Damn, we have bro, no we all this footage, man. We have no, that, no, nothing. We have nothing That's to show for none of the shows we did. You hear me, Kanye West? Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? We who else? Just prices. EPMD. Spot, we on the road with EPMD, y'all. We in Seattle, rocking like another center type. Millions of millions of like, we from Dayton, man. This, this is so big, major. Right. And they nope. tore the fucking tape tore it up. Man, did they, y'all get a chance to t- tell them anything? Like, damn, nigga, that was man. I was, we I was shook. I was shook. Yeah, and nah, was some, like that's something you're not expecting. Somebody snatched. They snatched the camera. Right. Like, like snatched it. Took the tape out. Did whatever they did. They gave me my camera back, but they just snatched the shit out of there. Like. <laughs> So we have no proof of nothing. Man, I got I got some foot. I, I don't know what I'm tasting. I got footage. And this was before camera phones existed. Yeah, there was no camera phone. We had, and he had a the, 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 the top of the line camera, whatever it was right. at that time. Which I want to get to that also is like, what did y'all love for like pictures and 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 you know and videos come from? I mean, I know you start off with watching the videos and stuff like that with BT, but like, what did y'all really get the love for like? Taking pictures and stuff like I that. I started like just wanting to just watching videos. Mm-hmm. That's just the interest. I, I I'm an electronic dude, so I like I would I just saw a camera cheap one time. It was like a couple hundred dollars. I'm like I'm gonna get it. And I just start filming myself, start having it in the studio. Yeah, kind of like that. Like, and then I'm I'm looking at videos. I'm like, man, we can do that. Like, mm-hmm. I just wanted to learn. Yeah. So where did y'all learn how to edit and stuff like that? You self taught again? I don't I don't edit. We we like, very I'm more or less shooting. We're not on the edit game. Like, yeah, yeah, but I, I we, mean we're I videographers. Mm. But we hire other people. Yeah, okay, there you go. See? Yeah. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. But I, I got a love for just just video though. Like mm-hmm. it's like On the on the road though, still I mean, yeah. even though they did tear up the, the tape and all of that, mm-hmm. did you guys get a chance to finally meet some of these artists who y'all love growing up. Yeah. I mean, just like not not just do shows, but get a chance to just holler at them, and and you know, politic and talk a little bit. Man, we uh, we met Scarface. We stayed well, not to we as in uh, me and Rob Jackson. We stayed in the uh, EPMD mansion. Yeah, and uh, they just left us there to create. No food, no nothing. They just left us in there. And, uh, <laughs> so me. And- <laughs> Me and Rob, we said we're going to walk to the corner store. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. So, man, this is, this is crazy. Across the street, outside cutting the grass was uh, Grandmaster Flash. Damn. Yeah, this, this is crazy. He cut his own grass. Cut his own. That's legendary. Yeah. yeah. Cutting his own grass. And uh, Pete used to go there and talk to him. I was like, man, can you believe this? Grandmaster Flash cutting his grass. It, it was funny to see. Yeah. But, you know. Let you know everybody he's human, right? So um, we we just walked around the store like we was in Dayton. So uh, you know, I had my little chain on and stuff, and these, these cats start following us, man. And it was, Rob said, "Man, I'm gonna run this way. You wanna?" Man, we took off running. We in Long Island. We didn't know where we was going. Somehow we made it back safe. But I did learn my lesson. You can't can't be iced out in New York not by yourself, man. So yeah, but uh, that was it. That was a good experience being able to stay in the EPMD mansion. Um, who else? That's well, the only on close. Co- yeah, y'all was on a roll with Scarface too. I mean, just 
just doing all of these performances, just opening up yeah. for all of them people, bro. Like, how how was DeMarco? Um, how 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 was two seven five and how was um, Rob Jackson performing in front of all of these Polished. large crowds? Man, they like, they already they was they were, You, like, you remember like that you, uh, that the show the the, the locks? Yeah. Our boys was not, was that tight. They was polished. Already. Yeah, saying, like they ain't need no background lyrics or whatever. And they they really practiced. Yeah, mm-hmm. we did shows here in Dayton. We uh, remember hits from the street. He used to yeah, host our yeah, shows. Yeah. Uh, Takar sure. used to uh, host for us. But we would we would give real live theatrics, man. Uh, Gary was he was cut up, so he's come out naked and yeah. with a te logo on his chest, and <laughs> man. Dayton and and the you know United States they loved us yeah so them cats you know uh, they hooked up with PMD they went on tour they had a major major song in uh, Japan with DJ Honda what? yeah we had a song on the charts in Japan damn that's yeah, cool man, so that was that was a major accomplishment man yeah so speaking on uh, uh, on DJ Honda uh, he did the cosign for. Uh, when you did the uh, drop for uh, when you did a uh, uh, what's it called uh, ignorant ways, uh, yeah, 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 and um, Francis told like you end up doing the um, like the whole news article spread, which I thought was super dope. Yeah, yeah. But it was like this is the first time I seen you named Ti. I was like, man, this is kind of weird. Hey, man. this is the first, <laughs> the hey, first Ti. This is the first Ti. He was Ti before it was yeah, another Ti. That's my actual name anyway. Like, right, I was like. They, the T I D incredible. Then I then I had to drop the, the T I and everybody called me, you know. My they production name shit. was the incredible. T I yeah. them going ass bodyguards from fucking T I came and <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, I ain't never put that you know that name. I'm gonna make man. y'all <laughs> It's even weirder because T I's name used to be T I P. They made right. Right. Name. They he changed his name to the tip. His name to T I. Exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because of uh, uh Q tip. Yeah. yeah, I bet Damn. you won't. I bet you won't drop that Ti diss song. No, nah, no, nah, uh, I, ain't, I ain't. We ain't gonna even. <laughs> you want them problems? No, you want that smoke, <laughs> bro. After they tore up the tape, did you go in the booth and make a diss song against did you? No, no, no. no. I, I was after the name. I was about to put a diss. Like I think it was. Gonna, it was. Gonna, it was on K Cap's uh, album. Like we was doing. We was doing a song. And I was about to say something about like somebody stealing my name, like you know what I'm saying. But I'm like, nah. Like after I start, <laughs> I'm like, I ain't even finna do all that. Like, <laughs> you like didn't let, me leave, let me leave that alone. Cause. And his bodyguards tore up your tape, <laughs> right? <laughs> bodyguards, bro, they owe a fucking settlement, man. So, I I, so, so, I mean, we talking about setbacks too. So, like, um, like I spoke about getting robbed before at mm-hmm. y'all studio, and then it kind of was good that happened at that point in time. Y'all learning from it? Yeah, man, we got. We were on Dryden Road. We got we got got for everything we had. Computers, music, all that. They, well, they broke in and they stole it. Kicked in the back. Yeah. It was like the, the, yeah, the back door kicked in that. And I uh, came, that. came in there and got the shit. Like, the, uh, that shut us down for what a good year, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a whole year. We had to get everything. Didn't everything we, we had, we had to. Didn't we go back to the garage after that? Yeah, we went back, we to, went the garage, back to the garage after that. Hard. Yeah, that's when we went back to the garage. We didn't feel safe out there no more. And then, that is so mind-blowing to say you feel safer in a garage in Westwood than you feel in a real studio on Dryden Road. Because think what, about what, it. What somebody, whoever got us, knew us. Right. Dang. They knew we was in there, and they knew where we at. But the best part about that, like what happened is after that, 
I was gonna move to Atlanta. I think I I tried to move to Atlanta. I saved some money. I I was there for no more than like two weeks. I uh I stayed a couple of days with Snipes' dad mm-hmm. and start getting broke. Like like <laughs> yeah, everywhere you go in Atlanta, like it Calls. costs so much. So I was like, I came back and then I had a few thousand dollars. And I bought Pro Tubes. Okay, and that's how. So it all was kind of a blessing. Yeah, it was kind of a blessing. Like that's how we started with Pro Tools. Like yeah, about Pro Tools, it made you upgrade. Yeah, we upgrade. It made us upgrade. Made you upgrade. Yep. Wow. But we missed the spot though. Yeah, I, I, I missed that we, environment, we, we, that element. We missed. It was so spot. much creativity made. They they I'm talking about. Triton. Wait a minute. Hold like on. The, 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 wait, wait. Y'all moved from Westwood to my one of my favorite spots. Off of Main, Main Street, Street on yeah. Rockwood. Uh, Where was we at, bro? We moved in the old uh, firehouse. No, it was a doc. Used to be a doctor's office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was Main. Main bro, was jumping too. Man, that studio was real major, bro. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Like, Oof. and it was like they had their own thing. And I think back then, like, we maybe could like because we wasn't at Pop's house no more. Yeah. So we could probably smoke outside yeah, a little was, bit more. I didn't care if you smoked in there. Yeah, one. or we might even smoked inside. Yeah. But I was always like aware that we had studio equipment. So I used to hear Yeah, yeah. I wasn't playing about my equipment. Yeah, yeah, I used to hear smoke would, mess no smoke. up the equipment. So I didn't want, want to do that. But we could at least get high outside right. and yeah, yeah. come in. Right. And you know what I'm saying? Just, help with the greater process. Oh, yeah, I didn't know y'all sure. came to that one. Yeah. yeah. I was there. Yeah. I yeah. was there. A that lot. was like short lived. What was it, like a year, two years, yeah. about two years. Yeah, but I used to come though. I mean, for yeah. sure. I remember that. Yep. So, and then we moved uh, to Dryden. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, so, um, like you spoke um, off camera about you stealing the sentence from uh, Gary. <laughs> That's how I learned to master. Me and my we cousin, go. we did a we did a session with Gary because I used to uh, when so I was Gary who. What is this last name? Gary King. Gary, Gary King, King. Yeah. from Refresh. I was producing, you know, like I say, uh, working with K-Cap a lot. So he would get his stuff mastered. And, and then I, I was working with my cousin, uh, Charles. He called himself CH2O. We did a session, and we had it on my drive. Mm-hmm. And uh, he got, after he mixed it, he mastered it mm-hmm. and saved it on my drive. And I'm like, okay. So I took the session back home and opened the session up, and I saw what he did. I'm like, oh, okay, so this is how you turn the song up. And this is what he used to to make this out. So I start copying mm-hmm. the plugins, and he had a setting of plugins that he used. I started doing that. That's how I learned to master. Wow! And then, uh, like Mo showed me the rest of mastering, like because I was doing uh, recording a lot of my stuff and uh, mastering, and Mo would come in and be like, well, you need to do this or you need to do that. So he showed me the rest of my mastering. Mm-hmm. But Gary King. The sound that I got right now, it was from looking at his sentence. Wow. And then I made, you know, I learned it from like that. Mo gave me all the game. Everything I learned, I learned from, from Mo. Legendary. Yeah, so yeah. when you guys finally started, you already had knew Mo from the talent. I mean, from the show that y'all did. Y'all kind of met and mm-hmm. linked up. From the-, <laughs> the last time he told anybody it was good. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> he told nobody after that. He showed it. That's true. That is so hard. <laughs> <laughs> my head. That's what's- but <laughs> so how was it when you and Mo kind of like linked up? Because y'all was out there driving and roll at the same time. Yeah. Mo. It's been a lot of time. Mo used to work out of the garage. Yeah, Mo would yeah. come to the garage. He'd come to the garage. What? He'd bring his yeah. customers to the garage. Yeah. So um, what he had? Once he got out to the machine he had. I he, had a, he, had a, uh, he had a digital recorder. Some kind of, I forget the name of it. 
Yeah. But yeah, uh, you know, we got so cool. He uh, he moved out to F, it was called FJM then. Right. So uh, once he was out there a couple of years, he's like, man, it's a you know area in the back, man. Y'all should come on out there, man, upgrade. You know, come on out and get some bigger sound on. I was like, so we talked to the owner. He gave us a good deal, man. We had the greatest deal probably ever, man. Yeah. So we stayed there. How I many? It was years. That was years. We didn't shut down to 2012. Uh, 12. No. Anyway, we well, did a yeah, lot of maybe, years. Maybe, yeah. That might have been. We stayed there a lot of years, man. We we studied under Mo, man. He showed us a lot of stuff. Like like Ty said, I, to this day, I'm probably the only person <laughs> in the city that got Mo's settings. Wow. Yeah. And, yeah. and that we work with Mo, like you could look at, because we recorded a lot of two seven five stuff there, right? Like all and, of and, it. And if you put that on your computer, like the stuff on the drive, you can see what Mo did. Wow. Like you can see what compressors he used, what or how he made the vocal sound or how. He, so you, you learn like that too. And wow. like he would, Mo would always come in the room, like if I'm doing something wrong. And kind of show me what to do, <laughs> like so he can be in another room, like man, that don't sound right. Yeah, he, he saw me try. He, he be seeing me trying to mix. He always come. And in if he room. showed you once, he ain't gonna show you no more. Mm. And I go like, Mo, I forgot. He like, real man, smooth. You know, man, me figure that thing out, man. You you been doing this? You could do it. So that's how he taught me. You know, he, I will figure it out. I got it. I got it. I got it. But I loved him for that, man. He didn't. Mm. He didn't baby you. He, he he let you go. He'll talk to you like real smooth. He'd be like. Die. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm like, I'm trying to uh trying to EQ this. What are you doing? Like <laughs> and then he'd come and show me like one time and then I learned from that. But he just always just be smooth. He'd he just come in and kinda nod his head if it sounds good. He'd be like, okay, mm-hmm. okay, Ty. Like that's what he'd do. Like so if he did that I know it sounds good. Yeah. Right. Now what was it like to to work with Mo as a brother, man? Like, cause like everybody else come out there and spend a little time with him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they love him from that. But man, just yeah. to be out there and then just kind of like build with him on stuff that was outside of music or right, didn't man. have nothing to do. Me and, didn't yeah, have nothing to yeah. do with music, man. Give me a good Mo combo, man. Like, that that ended up being like my brother, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know me and Mo got the same birthday, which what? is Sunday, what? September 19th. Man, happy birthday, so Mo birthday Beats, thing. man. So every Whoa. single year, we try to see who who beat who, calling and saying happy birthday. I'm like, I beat you. Yeah. Yeah, so. Same I, year too, bro? Or y'all? No, nah, he's a year older than me. He, Mo a year older, yeah, so wow. he big bro to you. So, man, we used to talk for like hours and hours. And hours. Not about no music. Right. Just everything else. That was that was bro, man. That Losing him, you know, that, that took a piece out of mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? He's still here. Yeah, right. I, I swear. Like when I'm, I'm mixing and doing music still, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to figure something out. I think he come through me and help me out. Yeah, um, I'm serious about that. Yeah, well, he also was super close uh, because uh, I actually did the wedding photos for Mo, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, did, yeah. I did not. I did not know. I did not. Shout out to Don. Wow, you do your homework. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Don said that she was gonna actually come through the show. Absolutely, and chop and it Don, up with us, man. Man, I'm so proud of Don. She, she kept that business going, man. And she mm-hmm. doing, you know what Raising I'm saying? She keeping that man name alive, mm-hmm. and, and she's doing an excellent, excellent job. 
Shout out Don. Sis, love you. Yeah. Keep doing your thing. If you need anything, we got you. Man, go. shout out to Don, man. John, Don, we're gonna get you in here. Absolutely. For sure. So um Foul Language 2 drops, and then you <laughs> finally <laughs> change your name, right? Yeah, that yeah. Foul Language 2 was the beginning of Taiwan Dwayne. Right. Like, and I, I took the incredible off of it too. Because right. I, yeah. st- I started seeing that. Like, it's some producers called The Incredibles. Yep. And then, like, Nick Cannon had. What, the Incredibles. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. So it's like, Incredibles. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, let me just use In the you cartoon. Can't. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'll just use my real name. Like, so, mm-hmm. like, it can't. So that was the beginning of the Taiwan Dwayne. So, how was that received? Because, like, for instance, I'm saying, like, when people take their name, like, for instance, when you go from Pub Day to Diddy, you know what I'm saying? I mean, he's bigger in, like, that aspect. But. How were you received when it came to like? It wasn't no different. Okay, it wasn't no different. Except, except I for say like it was because oh, big brother gonna tell you it was different. <laughs> Taiwan Dwayne was more like Missy Elliott mm-hmm. and Drake. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You did more. You did singing and rapping. You know what I'm saying? At that time when he was doing, it was only Missy. Was Drake even out? No, Drake, nah, Drake, Drake wasn't even out. It was just Missy that doing the singing. Missy, yeah. Missy and CeeLo. And it was him. Mm. And maybe like Ja Rule and yeah. 50 Cent, if you want to say. But he was the first was, one doing like the singing harmonies, rap. like for right. real, like harmonies, like for real, like the singing rapping, like I was putting harmony to it. Mm-hmm. And, and and I rap too. If, so it it was, if, it was, if y'all would have had auto tune, it would have been like oh, twenty twenty one. Because yeah. <laughs> that's how people do now. I mean, that's all. but I, would, rap, I wasn't even auto, really comfortable auto-tune. doing it because wasn't nobody doing it uh, outside yeah. of CeeLo and uh, Missy. So he like, held back. Right. Yeah, I wasn't comfortable. I'm wow. like, man, because I rap. Knowing that that's the way yeah. that we're all. But he really was now. torn between am I a singer or a rapper? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he did both. Yeah, great. Yeah, he, he just didn't know. And his album, the the album he dropped, it, it reflects that he didn't know which way to go. It would conflict a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So, um, um, like during that same year, um, y'all also worked with El Royal, uh, yeah. and uh, this one that had the GU and affiliation uh, thing, and y'all actually met uh, somebody we talked about last week, which is Maurice Claret. Oh yeah. What was that like? Because like at this point in time, he's like the biggest star at Ohio State, right? Or yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. We was, they was trying to get him on the album, but you know, just do a couple drops over there. But mm-hmm. you know, it didn't, it didn't go through. How did y'all feel when y'all saw him go through all that type of stuff? Like when he fell from grace, you want to say? Man, I, I was so angry, man. Cause I just knew he was about gonna go pro and whatever, yeah. you know. Right. So that that hurt the heart right there. So, but it is what it is. I just seen an interview of Vlad TV. He got a new interview on Vlad. Oh, Maurice Claret? Maurice Claret. Oh. It's it's fairly recent. Uh he did like a little tell all. Mm-hmm. It was real interesting. Maurice Claret, he, he, he did some he did some stuff that's we'll say questionable Ball, yeah. or yeah. But man, oh, dude yeah, can talk, yeah. bro. Boy, he a smart bro, oh. man. Like Let's go back that way and then to the right. You know what I mean? Yep. Like I I've heard him talk because I think he started doing like speeches and stuff like that yeah. once he got out of prison. Yeah, going to kind of talk yeah. about his All mistakes. You gonna see computers that turn right. And the things that he was saying sound like they was on point, man. Mm-hmm. I think that he was trying to just get into the NFL and buck the system so much, man. And they had that machine against him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it was just one of those things where. He couldn't win. They right. had too much muscle. They weren't going to let this nigga right. get his off and all of his ideas off. Right. 
But what Maurice Claret was trying to stand for is if I'm good enough, let me work. Don't hold me back for right. for some age stuff. Because mm-hmm. I don't know, man. With these other sports, they claim that they're doing it for your own good. But some of this stuff, man, like kids is sitting out their senior years in college right. now because – after you have an outstanding performance your junior year, or let's say you have an outstanding performance your sophomore year, if you come back your junior year and don't play as well or get hurt, your stock has exactly. went down. down yeah. Absolutely. So it's better to just not play at all, you know. And I think that he had that foresight, and he was saying, "Let me play right now." And uh, for whatever reason, that year that he took off. He started right. drugging and thugging, right. and he said he seen himself as a gangster and a bunch of other stuff where he <laughs> ended up getting thrown off. I mean, he was doing some it's shit. It's crazy how, like, didn't want athlete, to happen. Athletes want to be rappers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And rappers want to be, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's I real. mean, to me, I mean, and, and, like, you speak more to this also, um, because, like, to me, I feel like art is always going to reflect the time that it's in, right? Mm-hmm. So, so, so music going to be that way of, Whatever the sports is in right now, like, or you know, like this, you know, like the streets are always gonna reflect it as well. You know what I'm saying? So there's an art to the streets. So it's like yeah. when you see somebody going through that, that's somebody who's basically in tune with it, but they don't understand that this is entertainment. Right. You know what I mean? Like you don't expect. We're the only place in the world where we expect our rappers to be exactly that. Like, right. Nobody will see Vin Diesel. Right. Like, Driving a car off of a a, a jet and right, expect right. them to do it in real life. Right, right. You know what right. I mean? Or you'll right. see like somebody play a uh, you know so like serial killer in life, and then you get scared when he move next door to you. Like, why do you think that? Like, just from your perspective, like we so entrenched with our entertainment having to be reality. Probably because a good percentage of you know our our guys they really are from the street. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think. You know that life it looks glamorous and so like young cats want they want to be that they want to look like that and you know what I'm saying it really ain't no a lot of them didn't have no role models besides that you know what I'm saying right. but you know what I'm saying I grew up looking at I, I wanted to flash and you know, we got away with it because you know we hung around all those type of cats we right. weren't that right mom and daddy in the house you know good jobs on it but we still wanted to no, we right. wanted to flash and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Outside of making music, mm-hmm. you a teacher. Yes, sir. Educator. Yeah. Man, what is the climate in school? What is the climate for kids and them being able to pay attention and listen and be obedient? And are they respectful or not respectful for the most part? At my school or, or period? Period. In general. Yeah. Majority. I'll say this two ways. I'm at Stiver School for the Arts. Okay. So it's it's the most beautiful place right. to mm-hmm. learn and date. It's a sanctuary. Yeah. I just put that put that out there. Them kids are beautiful, man. They they so talented and they wanna be there. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no skipping going on, ain't no fights going on. I mean it's it's some yeah, it's a little bit of drama mean, and stuff yeah, here and yeah. there. But for the most part, them kids want to be there. They want to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I've been other places, mm-hmm. and, and that wasn't the case so much. Nowadays, man, it, you know, 
it was kids getting high and stuff when we was in school. You yeah. know, that's that's <laughs> area, that's, that's yeah. international. It's a plan. But now, yeah, they ain't got to smoke no more. They they eating edibles. Yeah, coming to school, blown, and I'm like, wow. You can't smell nothing on them, but you yeah. you, you you just know, no, like, you know. Yeah. So I'm like, wow. So that that has changed since you know. Um, I just. I was, you know, even outside of teaching, I do mentoring also. So I've mentored a lot of cats, man. Yeah. Uh, just to drop a few names. Yeah, DJ E Dub. DJ E Dub. Westwood. Uh, Coogee Baby. Coogee Baby. He was in my program. Coogee. Um, uh, um, um, um. Yellow Pain was in K4L. Yellow Pain. Um, he did a song with our, um, uh, with the, uh, with American Idol dude. Uh, did he? Um, yeah. Uh, uh, I guess from yesterday, uh, Dustin. Yeah, uh, uh, it's a no, no, no. The uh, the the one guy from, from from America Idol. Oh, Adam. Yeah, Adam just now checked in and said, "What's up, man? What's up, Adam?" It was good, Adam. Yeah. So, Adam, these my bro, Measy right here, <laughs> and Ty. These are the two brothers that I was telling you about that I wanted you to hook up with Absolutely. and let them produce some stuff for you because talent. this this kid that we talking about, he ain't no kid, man. He younger than me though. Man, this. He got something, bro. We yeah, got, we got to meet I, this guy. Yeah. Man, he got something, man. I liken him just to kind of put your mind around something as yeah. a Justin Bieber. Mm. Yeah. And I think that he got it, bro. He, he got, got the it, it factor. He I would love it. to meet him. Man, what he needs is, bro, he got he Adam, and this is for you, King. I hope you're listening. From what I see, my observation is he can't put his – future in somebody else's hands he right. damn near need to take charge and he's already doing this because he got his own studio right but he got to just record his own stuff and get uncomfortable for a long mm-hmm. enough period of time for somebody the right person right. to hear him and give him that distribution yeah but the, but he look young like i look young <laughs> so i keep saying the kid but this man always like, been here i don't care what like bro adam mel like yeah. I, I'm going to link you guys up. I'm going to create a Facebook yes, post or something. Okay. And I'm going to tag both of you guys' names in it. Okay. And then y'all get together, bro, and make something major. Because yeah. it's, it's it's right there. Like, he yeah. came here for for real reason. You yeah, know what right, I mean? Absolutely. And it was, I, I'm yeah. sure both of you guys together can create something. Let's get it. Speaking of which, yeah, and if you guys want to hear a song by him, he got a song with Yellow Pain where he talks about his, uh, you know, like, it's a dope visual and everything of him being like a you know like a drug addict. And he's talking about his addiction. Oh yeah, I saw that. That's one of his biggest videos. And, and the guy that's singing, that's the guy we're talking okay, about. Okay, I've heard him. See that? Look at I've that. I've heard him. I've See heard him. Yeah. Sure so, um, but like back to your um, teaching and your mentoring. Um, you also did the K4L school with the Clorox, yeah 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 uh, thing. So, uh, like walk us through that, like because you didn't have to do that. Right, right. Why did you want to give back? Um. Man, that program, that was like one of the best things that ever happened for teenage boys, black teenage boys at risk. Man, we picked them kids up from different schools. Mm-hmm. They would come there. The requirement to be in the program, you had to come do your homework. And then we did, uh, we had Shaq there, T.O., some of so they, we was teaching too. You know, they had to learn something every day. Mm-hmm. They had to do reports, all this stuff. But it was fun stuff too. Like mm-hmm. you, once you got through with your homework, you got through with the uh, sessions and everything. 
you got to come to the studio. Right. Yeah. We taught them how to use Pro Tools. We taught them how to use DJ equipment. We had a graphics program showed them how to use the uh, Corel and Photoshop. Yeah. Um, they had PlayStations and Xboxes. So, man, when uh, the funding for that left, man, them kids were so, I mean, they cried like babies. Yeah. I cried too. Yeah. Because them kids went right back on the street. Man, I don't know why they would take something like that away. Those boys were, I think about, while I was there, at least 20 of them boys graduated. I'm talking about boys that wasn't expected to even finish school. Right. We got them about a high school. Mm. Got their diplomas. Yeah, man, and they they pulled the plug on it. Talking about wasn't no more funding. Black the Wall government. Street. Yeah. Sent them boys right Black back Wall, on the street. Black Wall Street. <laughs> When I see them out back hustling and all that stuff, it hurt my heart. But I understood a lot of them had, you know, a lot of them had to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They didn't, they didn't really have a. I mean, they have choices. Yeah. But you know, you making this amount of money, you're not going to McDonald's after you've seen what you already make. So it yeah. that program was it was it was uh, it was hurtful to, to lose that. Yeah. So um, also uh, like during this time. Uh, Y'all have y'all first video. Well, not a first video, but like y'all got a video and y'all got the legendary Virgil in it. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was actually on a, a movie. Uh, that, my cousin produced a movie called Mayday. Mayday. And uh, mm. we did the soundtrack for that movie. Mm. Real movie. Um, it was in. Uh, she actually came from LA and premiered it here in, uh, at the Neon. At the Neon. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Tan, Tan Yan. That's my uh, that's my heart. Um, so uh, we did that soundtrack and score, and uh, we had to delete video for it. And we put Virgil in. I had to have Virgil in the dance. Man, he he was Dayton's heartbeat. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Dang, man, yeah, that's hard. <laughs> so um, like, what happened with the uh, with the with the Rob Jackson rockumentary? Okay, here's what happened with Rob Jackson. You know, we had uh, we had our situation with uh, EPMD, mm-hmm. and um, he didn't really like the deal we had. I just put it that way. Yeah. He was so, disgruntled, you know. Yeah, yeah, he didn't really like that, so it didn't go it didn't go down, and he he went with uh, KG. Yeah, and uh. He went with uh, what was the Arista? Aristocrat. Yeah, Arista. Yeah. So he signed with them. That's when they dropped the video. Yeah. Okay. He had a nice little hit. Uh, boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But mind you, we still kicking. We cool. Okay. We, we still working. But uh, it just did you produce boom, boom, boom? No, no, no. Okay. He, that was KG's people. Okay. I didn't have anything to do with it. Okay. But I uh, I recorded the remix. Okay. It was, uh, two seven five and. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, but uh, how so? I mean, it seemed like he well, he was on BET with the boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. And well, at that time, um, Clive Davis lost his own company. Wow! They man. took Arista from, you know, all the stockholders. They 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 fired Clive Davis. Right. So Rob was he got caught up in that. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Uh, so all the airs are, 
Clive started J Records and he took everybody that he wanted to. He took Alicia Keys. J Records was yeah. hot. Yeah. Whoever, you know, whoever he Everybody wanted to take. Everybody was on J Records. I mean, right. like, they had, like, I, I think, uh, uh, who else was on J Records? You had, I think, Joe Buttons at one time. You had, uh, uh, who was another rapper? Um, uh, Jay Hood, that was with yeah, them. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. With, with D Block and all that. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was a lot of people went went to J Records for sure. So, Jay had a big kickoff, but Clab didn't take all them areas of people. Mm-hmm. So, Rob got left in that show. Wow, man. So that's how that was. That is, but Rob was from Kentucky though, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's still, you know what, man? That's some dating. Yeah. (laughs) But man, for some reason, bro, dating. As soon as you're about to make it, you be right there knocking on the door, man. Man, I swear, bro. That's that's the truth. Some bullshit happened. I, I don't like. I don't know what it is. Man, chaos, man, my bro, chaos community server. Shout out to my bro. Shout out, man, chaos. Had a project that he was working on called Three Feet from Gold. Yeah, and Three yeah. Feet from Gold was just basically saying you dig all day, you dig all day, and when you get <laughs> tired of digging because you're coming up with nothing, yeah, the gold is right there. Three if feet. when you stop it, you never discover it, man. And that seemed like that happened to so many bros, man. What does it take? What type of perseverance do you think it takes to actually? What I the advice I gave Adam. Go be homeless if you got to, but yeah. don't don't leave your your calling until you come back with the with the bag you get to mm-hmm. get to. Is from you being with EPMD, did they have to go through that type of stuff and have that type of resolve? Because it seemed like that's all the success stories we hear. You know, EPMD they fell out for years. Yep. Yeah. And, but yeah. they got back together because of the business mm-hmm. people love you know it's a new song out with Nas so yep. EPMD. Yeah, EPMD was legendary so yeah. they got back I don't even know if they they probably like, ain't cool, cool, cool or they probably they know I'm talking about before like, I'm, I'm talking about when you got to chill yeah. and yeah. you a customer and yeah. all of that stuff was coming out before they actually got their break yeah. and we actually start knowing about EPMD right what type of suffering did they have to do and what type of sacrifice did they have to do in order for them to get to that point? It had to be smart. Keep it business. It, that's why all their albums was something something business, back to business, strictly business. Yeah. They kept it business and yeah. they were smart with their moves. Back then, uh, it wasn't a lot of money in rap, just flat out. Right. So they was really in it for the love. They yeah. just now... People ask back then that's still going because overseas is a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like yeah. like hip hop is brand new over there. Yeah. So. But cats here don't know that. They don't, they just thinking, I want to be hot in America. But it's money in Germany, London, Japan. You know what I'm saying? All over the world is uh, yeah. hip hop. Yeah. And uh, you just have to be smart, man. We made some dumb decisions. We had a deal with Def Jam, Def Jam South. Legendary mistake. We about to hear one. <laughs> we were supposed to be the very first act to come off of Def Jam South. Who we, was controlling Def Jam South? Scarface. Yep. Okay. Scarface handpicked us. We had a relationship with him. He knew us, and um, we did not go with the deal. And guess why? Why? Because it had the word South in it. 
and we didn't want to be pigeonholed in to the South Movement because you want to be Midwest. But because Rob Jackson, Kentucky is South. South. It's a slave it's, state. It, yeah, it's a slave state, but it's Midwest. And you what? know, yeah. Wait, yeah. Where the Mason Dixon line? It's at? on. The, it's right there. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's it's, it's look it up. Kentucky is really not the South. I, I mean, I'm, I'm taking word for it today. So we didn't want <laughs> comment section. Somebody Google it. <laughs> and Rob Jackson helped make the decision. Like, you know, my music ain't the southern. The southern explosion had not started. Right. Oh. Had not started yet. It was still Biggie, Jay Z, Snoop, and everybody had a movement. You know, Outkast came and blew up a little bit, but yeah. it really wasn't no South. Not like now. Nah, right. Nah, it wasn't. It wasn't when Outkast was making their moves. Yeah. It wasn't. It was no explosion. Yeah. South. Right. South. I mean, you know, they yeah. represent the ATL and all of that, but it wasn't that many artists from the South that was right. major for but, it to be. A but guess who the like first artist was off Def Jam South? It wasn't Luda. Yes. Luda. Yeah, okay, look, look at me, man. Ludacris was second in line. Yep. And Ludacris only got it because we said no. no. So they said, okay, Scarface put out Ludacris. Ludacris had the best the- career in the world. <laughs> Still one of the greatest careers in the world. It was ours first. And we turned Damn. it down. We turned it down. That was Who all? Rob Jackson and, and 275? No, they just wanted Rob. Wow. Def Jam South, they, that would have been our first. So when you compare <laughs> lyrically, yes, Rob Jackson compared to Ludacris, do you think Rob Jackson can can stand total? Rob to would Ludacris? eat Ludacris yeah. for breakfast. So he could have made the same type of music impact and just no yeah, one heard yeah. this album. I did. No one has heard this album, but some labels. Yeah. You know, Def Jam heard it. That uh, shit was fire. Everybody. We, my best work ever has never been heard. Wow. And, well, to kind of give more credibility to what you're saying, Def Jam South wanted to sign you off of this album. Exactly. And oh, we turned wow. it down. <laughs> so who made that Who who made that? Call? All of us. As a company, we all, yeah, you right. We don't want this, like I said, the South was bro, not the way to go. Turn down Scarface, though, bro. Scarface is our Scarface, our hero. If they'd have just said Def, and, and he right. loved us because he already loved Demarco. I mean, he got songs with Demarco. Yeah. Damn, man. It was a like I say, it was we wasn't smart. It's called legendary. We made mistake. a bad. Yeah. We made a bad, bad, bad move. But let's bring up something <laughs> good. So, like, how did y'all feel when y'all uh, saw Two Seven Five on BET for the first time? Oh my God. That was that was the, the the greatest feeling ever. I was in Florida at the time. <laughs> I was in Tampa, Florida. And, uh, yeah, that was like you can't explain that feeling. Seeing your, your hearing your music and seeing it on TV is mm. like man. I'm gonna go even before that because uh, Funk Flex had the the dedications. He had that before the video dropped. So he. He dropped a bomb in New York. Oh my he, God! You know, when you drop the bomb, you yeah. play it back, back, back to back to back. So he had already co-signed it. So I didn't. They went. They all went to New York. I didn't go for this trip for whatever reason. <laughs> um, they in the middle of the street. They had. They was in the cab. They got out screaming. They called me. We were on the radio. Funk's dropped the bomb. So man, they were so happy and so geek. And then we hit BET. 
Oh God, man! We, it, used to, we used to sit up late every every day for that. <laughs> what, like three o'clock in the morning? Yeah, man. It, yeah, that was yeah, late night. Two so, eight. so like even though like you know it's like Demarco's blowing up, y'all still got Ohio solidarity. Like when y'all go to the Ohio Hip Hop Awards, like what was that like to see all the brothers come come together and y'all at the award shows together? Got the red carpet out. Man, that was the that was so legendary. That was legendary man, we right? we got to meet. People before they or who they we met MGK yeah. when he was yeah just a little white MG, kid. MG I saw him with the little MG, yeah MG, the little powder MG. tricks he was doing on. So he was it was corny, but it was effective. Yeah, and to see how he is now, man, that's that's love, man. MGK uh, was about to fight Conor McGregor. At I game. know. <laughs> <laughs> we met uh, I met some Bone members. Crazy Bone. But you know we used to go in packs. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. Like y'all got together. Yeah. Y'all went down we there. Like if, if 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 such and such set up a booth, people yeah. up there chilling at the booth, like, yeah. y'all waiting to sell shirts, yeah. all that type of stuff. Because I don't want to say y'all was the one who kind of started that, but it seemed like after y'all, it seemed like you know, like like for instance, like when Jason's down there, they doing the same thing y'all was doing down yeah, there. It's yeah, kind of yeah. like y'all set the blueprint for how we conduct ourselves when we like away the same yeah. way we do in Westwood. Where, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. We can fight all weekend long, right, but right. we out here, we, we all on one right, accord. Right. Yeah, that's one of the lines in the song. We live tall life all night. Touch one, we all fight. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, we did a lot of innovative stuff. We was one of the first ones with the van rap. Mm, yeah, yeah. So uh, we got the van rap, and then. It ain't like no biting or whatever. Everybody started doing it, but yeah. that was good. Yeah. Like I, I felt proud to be like one of the first to do that. You mm-hmm. know, I think first of all, I saw with DJ Bionic man. R.I.P. DJ Bionic man. man R.I.P. Yeah. DJ. Yeah. So, uh, what about meeting common? You said meeting common. Yeah. That was at here dating at the Fly City. We opened legendary for, uh, <laughs> Fly City Music Fly City Festival. Music Festival. We met Common man. He was cool man. The Fly City was. We met. Beyonce, Monica, Damn. Usher, uh, Tank. Uh, Beyonce, nice man. Beyonce was a kid when they came. Uh, they, they only had that one song. No, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, that's all they. So she was <laughs> cute, whatever. But they was young. Was yeah. I wasn't even uh, right thinking about that, right? But yeah, I met Beyonce. Wow, it's <laughs> pretty good. So what about when y'all met uh, Roy Jones Jr.? That was oh, yeah, yeah. That, that was yeah. We was in uh, ooh, we was, was in, in Tampa. No, we wasn't Tampa. We had went to, I think when the Super Bowl was like in Jacksonville or something, mm-hmm. and we ran into ran into him down there. I was with Avery Green, rest in peace, Avery Green. R.I.P. Man, yeah, man. And, uh, and K. Cap, and uh, I think Cap was like, "Ain't that Roy Jones?" I was like, yeah. So he, uh, Cap spoke to him like, "What's up, man?" And dude snatched everybody. Like, yeah, yeah. Come on, come on, take a picture. He grabbed me like this, grabbed me by my shoulder, yoked me up. I was like, "Come on, take a picture." Like, yeah. They both look scared on that picture. Yeah, Roy, Roy was cool though. Roy was cool. Man, shout out to my bro El Royal. El Royal. El Roy, man, yeah. my bro, man. Royal for sure, for sure, man. Real yes, talk, sir. man. So, um. How'd y'all end up getting to the, uh, you know, like the Faceland imprint is where y'all in now today, so. Okay, I'll go back to that. That's um, my homie North. Like I said, we go all the way back to Central State. Big North. So we 
like I said, we making music in the garage. This, this is from all the way back then. We we never stopped being friends. Yeah. Never. We both stopped music. You know what I'm saying? But uh, COVID happened. So I wrote that uh, I Miss My Dog song. Yeah. So I put it up on YouTube. I'll put it on DistroKid. Mm-hmm. North heard the song. He's like, man, this it's your best song man, I ever heard, man. He's like, <laughs> he said, you got to do a video. I said, man, whatever. I ain't doing no video. So I ain't never did no video. He said, man, I'm telling you, man, you got you got to do the video, man. Yeah. He's a real man. I said, whatever you say. I said, I guess. So he, he set all that up, man. He said, I'm going to take care of all that, man. We going to get the record label back popping. Mm-hmm. You going to be my first act and all <laughs> So. I even a Bentley and everything. I'm like, oh. Think about it. we, you know, this is just strictly all we friends, man. So I'm like, okay, I do it, I do it for you. Like, I'm doing, he doing me a favor, but I'm like, all right, whatever, I do it. But yeah, like he didn't like, he didn't like his verse. Man, I we, didn't like the, yeah, it, I didn't even want to do we it was, like at first. You know, we was choked up on that song. We just lost right. all our, our homies. So the yeah. song is is real, man. Mm-hmm. All them, all them cats we lost in. No, a real short period of time. It was just twenty. Still 20, moving. Yeah. I'm still moving. Yeah, yeah. So he he um he loved the song, man, and he 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 picked the talent up on it. He said, "Would well, I be on this label?" I was like, "Yeah, it makes sense. It makes perfect sense, man." He go back to you know he he's doing really well with his other businesses. So he like he thought, I want to put some money into. It. I like bet. Let's do it. Yeah, it makes mm-hmm. sense. You know what I'm saying. Man, man, so, I, well, I I really love that song, bro. Hey man, I appreciate it's, it. It's like a, I just see it as an anthem, man. You know what I'm saying? Because right. it's something that everybody can vibe to, man. You know what I mean? Man, it, it's I've been getting it's a true. lot of phone calls and texts and, and emails. People really, really love that song, man. And That's crazy how it came out like that, like because we was in the just up in the room, like ah. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, I called. I was like, "Come get on the song." He like, oh. I, I, I was like, just I didn't like tie your verse on there. I told yeah, you. What, 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 what I was yeah, saying, what I, like I, what I was, te- what I was telling Smith at the beginning, it was like, I did a verse. I ain't like the verse. I liked it, but it was like you did it just, to, and I didn't just know to it. get it out, just yeah. to get it out. And so I was gonna, it, I was gonna learn it. His emotions is really all, still in it. Oh, you like you rushed through it a little? Yeah, like I, I did it. His and his voice is cracking because his emotions. Yeah, I, so my I'm, voice is that cracking. was just a, but that is the part of the song we like yeah, about it. Like the, it's, yeah. it's the, like the emotion in the song. I is told real. him not to use it because I was gonna learn it and come back and do he it. Did. Like, nah, some, and I said nah, nah, bro. And Big Brother said yeah, nah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was like, he I was hate. mad at me too. He we were going to war. I was like, like, man, nah. let me do that over, like, cause I didn't know it. Like, I, I just I put like, it down as an idea. Like, okay, we keeping that, man, bro. Everybody in here, man, that's time best verse ever. Man. But uh, yeah, man, I I big up to North, man. Appreciate you, bro. So man, so um, here at the Legend of People at here at the Legend of People podcast, I have a thing called Butterfly Effect, where it's either something you said during the course of the interview or something during my study that I found that I find truly amazing, right? Mm-hmm. So like in the first part of the interview, like you guys spoke about how you know what I'm saying like your dad kind of wanted to, you know, like you know what I'm saying my son can sing, my son can sing, my son can sing, but y'all more or less wanted to to, to play the background. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And the fact that y'all found a legendary lane to do that, to me, speaks volumes to y'all having a vision at that age saying, that really ain't what I want to do, Dad. I mean, Dad, you know a lot 
but I know my destiny. And to me, I, I find that truly amazing. Right. Also, for, for y'all to say right here that, you know, that song, that thyroid, you know, like that, and then you reconnect with your business, you know what I'm saying, your right, friend. Right, right. Because you always wanted to be around family because you feel right at home with bro, like, right. for real. And right. then, like, to think about this, the, the most legendary parallel of this, Smed, for instance. Smed, go for your mouth, he's known for go for your mouth, but now he's known for memorial tees and, and, and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. There takes a certain type of way that you have to do things for people to, when they're at their weakest point, to, to be able to listen, to absorb it. Like, me and Smith talk about this all the time of, you know, like you gotta be nice to the customers and then the third one, like you're going through that. And the fact is like, y'all have made like three of some of the best songs I've heard from y'all are all tribute songs. You got the Avery Green song. You got the, uh, you got the Mo Beat song. Now you got the My Dog song. I'm telling you, this may be a lane that I think y'all could perfect. All right. And I'm telling you, it's legendary that y'all have stayed relevant through all this time. Yeah, Take your time. Who you know can take time off and come back? We just watched the Vander Holyfield. Right, right. Okay? right, right we just watched right. the Vander Holyfield. So I want to say, man, without unequivocally, man, y'all are a legend. First ballot Hall of Famers, man, to me. Thank you. Man. Appreciate, appreciate that. Appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, definitely yeah. appreciate that. Bro. I mean, just from my perspective, like, bro, I've been, I've been knowing you guys for, like, all my adult life. And, I mean, shit, we was in high school together, my freshman year. So, yeah. but – I just think that you guys really connect, but I do want to salute y'all's dad. Absolutely. Because, man, it sounds like to me, man, your dad just knew from day one that he believed in y'all, bro. Mm -hmm. yes. yeah. And he just instilled that confidence, man. And he was a pops to the whole neighborhood, but not just that. Like, he was y'all's real pops, and he was willing to invest his own money, mm -hmm. paying $1,000 mm -hmm. way back then at a studio. To take y'all to is amazing. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so, I don't know. I just salute Pops first. But me, I kind of keep going back to the same thing. I think that the common denominator between all of the bros that come here is that they talent is God-given. Mm -hmm. And therefore, they don't really... Accept. They don't. Um, I, I, I believe you guys accept it, but I just don't think you really know how good you are. Right. I mean... Ty, bro, you, you don't read music, you don't know what note is what, but you have figured That's out a crazy. way to recreate music. I mean, easily, you go in there and whip real quick, and then you learn from your big bro, and mm -hmm. your bro is always, like, patient. And, man, I don't care what y'all say, bro. Westwood is, goddamn it, Chirac to some <laughs> other people, bro. Right. But it's whatever which way, y'all had no problems there. That's like, love. everybody love y'all. Y'all don't got no beef. Y'all not fighting. Y'all not shooting. I don't even think y'all acknowledging that Westwood is tough for real. <laughs> Tell me everybody <laughs> we, was cool. We just didn't know. So what I but that I think that's because everybody just show y'all love. Yep. And it's because of how y'all treat people, bro. Yep. You know, man. Y'all just y'all amazing, bro. Y'all work with Mo Beach. Y'all gave us insight into oh all type God. of stuff. I just wanted to bring y'all in here because uh, everybody that comes through here, whether it's mm -hmm. Coach Chronic to ragtop to uh ragtop didn't come in here but i'm just yeah to me, i'm some. just looking at jason the for example the, the, the jason but coach chronic jason now i think that's kind of like the same type of people uh -huh. y'all got wide range of artists that y'all work with from mm -hmm. people extremely east coast mm -hmm. to people extremely southern if right. it's old school like whatever it might be mm -hmm. 
y'all have touched all of these people. And that's why I wanted y'all to come here because so many people kept bringing you guys up in their story yep. on their path to greatness. It speaks to your greatness and helping them get there. Absolutely. Same thing with Darren Bird. Man, everybody we brought in here kept yeah, talking yeah. about Bird was a part of their story. Yeah, he said, Definitely. let's check old Bird out. And when Bird came in here, he was – by far, to me, he one of the best brothers that we done brought yes, in here. Yes, just, definitely. just the way he, he Man. a dog. He, he, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, he's so cool and so big brothery. Yeah, you can't help but to just love him. You yep. know what I'm saying? I, I told Bird he was an angel, bro. Yeah, he did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he did. But you know, just from my perspective, man, to you guys, man, like, bro, y'all is real legends, bro. I'm so thankful that y'all came in here to just. Drop, man. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't get bros like that, man, to be able to come through and chop it up with you. Anything. So, uh, uh, there's one thing I want to ask y'all before we leave out here, which is uh, versus, right? So, since y'all are producers, Mm -hmm. who would y'all want to see go against Dr. Dre in a verse? That's my opinion. I like. No. Not that. Puffy ain't. Puffy is. He got hit. He got. He about the same. He ain't really a rapper. He produced beats. People. If anybody it have, it would have to be Puffy, and they both they both like superstars. Yeah, on that level. yeah, yeah. But Jermaine P trying to go at him. Jermaine I would I would, re- I would rather see JD. Yeah, I and, think JD and, and would be Puffy good too. Like JD is more of a. Him I call Puffy. him a real producer. Right. Like, like yeah. he actually getting in there. Yeah, him touching yeah. the keys. Touching the keys. But see, Dre touching the That's That's what we yeah. saying. It's like Dre touched the keys. That's why I Puffy want y'all don't. perspective. Like, I would rather see. I would rather Puffy see don't JD. touch no keys. Puffy don't touch no keys. That don't make He's, a, he's a, a producer he's in a, the sense of like DJ direction. Khaled. He puts things together. He's a producer like stacking smed. I come in there and hum the beat to <laughs> y'all, you know, man. man. That's not a bad thing. You exactly right. Because yeah. Smed, even though we was playing and stuff, Smed was producing it, really. Right. He was telling us what, what to do. do. Yeah, for sure. I, That's still production. Right. But I, I don't, I'm not taking nothing away from I'm saying, but you you asked me who would I prefer. Be, because mm-hmm. if they both touched the keys, I would right. like to see them two. I but think it's, it's, it's like co-producing. When, when you... Like to me, what DJ Khaled does, uh, if he's not touching those keys, mm-hmm. he the best thing that we can give him is like co producer, damn near. Because I, I mean, don't know, if you humming it no, and no, you saying no. everything, like he's also choosing to act on the yeah, album. He, he put he put There's the talent to put he put the producer, he might to, give him the idea to what to sample, that. yeah, talent. There's a talent to put little no, baby no, and little no. dark on the same song. Well, wait, a prime example, Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers isn't a great coach by your standards because he had great players and did not produce. The fact that you can put people together and put them in a predicament to where the song is hot, there's a talent to that. I mean, okay. Okay. I mean, I won't. Be- <laughs> Give me one point back, man. No, I don't agree with what you're saying, but I'll just, I'll just say, okay. Easy, man. No. <laughs> right, you know. right. Hey, Uncle Look, Flip, man, I know look. you. I know you turning over right now. I know you jumping out of your seat, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. He hate DJ Khaled. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, not a, yeah. I, I, I'm not a fan. 
Right. Like this, I, I think he, he overrated. Like just because we produce. Man, right. he don't right. do so shit. So I kind of yeah. He, he, I don't think that title is very shit, ambiguous. It I, I kind of feel like that man. about Puff in a certain way, but Puff do got talent. Like he, but like when you put your name on some stuff that other producers doesn't work exactly. on. Exactly. Like we like, produce. Like we when you put man. your name on something that you ain't. I, I get offended. To, to me, from that. Like, Khaled is Khaled. I don't. I don't think of him as anything like for real. He a DJ, if you ask me. He got like, the cheat code. Yeah, I mean, he got money. He come and pay artists to get on songs. That ain't shit. So I mean, but but we love DJ Clue. This Not, I'm gonna tell you the difference. I'm gonna tell you the he, difference. I don't really Khaled, love DJ Clue. Khaled to take a song that was already number one. That's the easier number one again, like Maria Maria. Doom, 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 doom. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So he, that was a smash yeah. back. So a lot of the songs Khaled take was already he, he got the formula. That's oh, the yeah. cheat code. Wait, 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 wait. But we spoke in the earlier is the, like the fact he can get those clearances done because you can have the same idea oh, yeah. of, of doing that. Money the fact talk. He has enough money to pay for money it. and influence because no. like money don't always get you. Look, they done no, asked. Wait, wait, wait. They didn't even ask them how much money was it going to be. They said no from the door. Yeah, but know. bro, when you got relationships and you That's DJ I Khaled. I said and you DJ, I said money and influence. DJ Khaled is going to have more cachet than Tall Entertainment is going to have. Yeah. Okay, and I'm pretty sure when Khaled was just starting out, they probably rejected some of his shit Absolutely. Too. So what I'm trying to say, is, to me, I just, from my perspective, from my perspective, bro, if you don't play these instruments, or you ain't playing the keyboard, or you ain't in there doing none of the engineering or none of that That's shit, how I feel too. Like bro, you, just put you your are name not producing stuff. that song solely. You're not. You, you can't get some production credit on the song. It was your idea. You thought of the beat. You said, "Okay, cool, bro. Let's remake this." Now, I can understand yeah. you saying that, but for real, a real producer. Is them it's like uh, uh Metro Booming. Yeah, exactly. This nigga go in there, he get it, he get busy. JR exclusive. Me Measy TI. These niggas get busy, busy. Man, right. DJ Khaled, that shit ain't nothing but a compilation album. He might be an executive producer. I'll give you that. And he might have a good ear you, as far as like But you keep saying the word producer. If there's I'm, like I said before, the no, name is. Bro, no, wait, wait, no, sir, no, sir. I, I, I don't let you talk for like a producer. I don't care, bro. A producer. The term is a, ambiguous. A, a the, the term is ambiguous. Executive producer means I pay for all this shit. A, a song producer means I arranged this music. Okay, I made this beat. I I did some shit to produce this shit. Producing. I feel like him and Puffy put their name on. Shit. If yeah, you a minor, that's how they do. If you a minor owner or a majority owner. You're still an owner. If you are an executive producer or a barely producer, you still a producer. The term but is still category, there. It's yeah. categories the of production, though, bro. I, all I'm saying is I agree with what you're saying. I, I I do not feel he is to the standard of who we talking about right now. That's of what course saying. not. But the fact is that title has not has been expanded on. He, he's a producer by the word of the law. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I'm saying. He he's not a Smith, he's not a music back. producer. <laughs> Smith, give my point back because he, he he's not he, a, he hate Khaled. He said yeah. Well, Khaled ain't no Khaled ain't a producer, a music producer. He, he he's an executive producer. <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's, he's a good executive. He's he, a good yeah. He he's, he's an executive, executive producer of music. 
He's he's an he's an executive, executive producer. producer of music, which makes him a producer by proxy because that's the term. It yeah, is. but you speaking technical, we speaking real nigga shit. You speaking? <laughs> yeah, we talk we talking musicianship. We talk yeah, we talking some like like real shit that everybody be I like. Think yeah, because that nigga he's didn't a make DJ, that beat. He might have a good ear as to what might go. Right, or he a DJ, or putting bro. it together, but yeah, that, yes, that's, he's a DJ, so he know what's gonna jump. Let me forward. ask you this, bro: If I'm a DJ and I make a mixtape, did I produce the songs on there? You pick the two songs to mix together. You produce a song. And you you pick the two songs to mix them together. You produce a record. If you change a song in any way, you are. I'm talking about a radio, a DJ on the radio, a DJ on the radio. If, if he's I'm playing songs it, on the radio, did I produce this? If he's taking those songs, putting them on a place where you can purchase them or you can download them or stream them, not just listen to it one time, then 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 no. If you just listen to it over the airwaves, but if you put it together, but so I somebody produced, goes to the, I produce music that people are listening to. I played it on the radio. I'm so playing man, the song. I'm too good at etymology for you to ever win this argument. I'm telling you right <laughs> no, now. No, you're right. You're wrong. You're wrong because just because somebody plays from the song. Produce come from production. You have to produce something. If you produce this, the, the, they produce this. They, are pro, they produce I, I bought that, and I put that <laughs> on the table tonight. Did I produce that for this show? You didn't sell it. No, no, you did not produce it. I produced it for this show you according to what you're saying. No, you're not selling it. Where did it come from? From by the letter of the law, Germix. The people that's watching the this store. show, huh? The store. It came from the store where they have products. <laughs> so the nigga that made the, the nigga, so, so the nigga that made the beat is the store. Okay, the nigga that took the shit no, he's and not. bought the shit no, he's and not. brought it to the table, no, he's nigga, not. is not the producer. Wrong, just wrong, according wrong. to what no, you no, said, no, 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 wrong. The person who make the products are the producers. The store holds the product. The nigga that made you the just beat the is who, the producer. Man, we're going to talk off camera because we make making an interview <laughs> two hours long. The nigga, my point no. Back. No, hell no. Nah. The <laughs> nigga, you saying that Khaled is a producer. I'm going to give you your point back executive. right now. No, wait, 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 He's wait, an wait. executive producer. I'm going to give you your point back on a, uh, on a whole different topic that you was right about and I was dead ass wrong about. Uh, off camera though. But anyways, Smith, it's all good, bro. He's an executive producer, and that term that term is still there. So who would we like to see in a versus battle? Yeah. Producer wise, <laughs> producer. I will say Timberland and Dre. That's hard. That's hard. I like that. that one. Timberland I like and Dre. That I like that one. Yeah, as we know, they touch. You know, Timbo. Yeah. He touching yeah. all them keys. Yeah. yeah. Timbo there we go. and Dre. There we go. I like them Southern niggas though. Yeah. Uh, who is who's somebody? Metro Boomin and what's my other dude that um DJ Mustard. DJ Mustard. Uh, what's the one? Uh, Weezy out of here, or he oh, produced a lot of that future yeah. shit. Yeah. Future stuff. I can't think. What of about Zaytoven? Zaytoven. Zaytoven. rocking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey man, it's you know what? Uh, shout out to um all my Dayton producers. Yeah, yeah. Jr. Yeah, Jr. Exclusive. JR exclusive. You got my man Peanut, H Boogie. Yeah. H Boogie working on my album right now. What's up, H Boogie? Oh, who we got? Yeah. Dre Manuel. This is my friend. Dre, oh, Dre Manuel. Oh, my God. Dre Manuel, one yeah. of the coldest yeah. producers, man. My bro from the Ty- old Ty- school. Jones. Million Ty- Tracks. Jones major stuff. Uh, Million Traction. Million Tracks. Uh, Shout out to S Fresh. S Fresh. Q. Uh, Nothing less. Sonny Lex, my cousin. Sonny Lexington. 
Uh, he just yeah. he just dropped that with E Man Jones and uh, Mike Jones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who else? Who else? We, we what can't about forget Don no Mega, man. man. Y'all, who? my bro Don Mega. D- I Dean never Hummel. met Don Mega. Yep, Dean Hummingson. I think that he was producing beats and making beats and okay. stuff. Okay. Who made um, who made uh, uh, Mike Sloan and um, who made they beats? Yeah. Uh, I want to say what Jr. Or grind Q. till I get it. That uh, I, don't I don't know. Yeah, I thought that was big. Though. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who mm. did that exactly. Well, we gonna bring them in to find out. Yeah, GTC legendary. Legendary. Yeah, hey, I'm they besides two seven five GTC. Yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're my favorite group. And yeah. then Outcast. <laughs> bro, I'm going to read some of the comments because, bro, everybody is like literally. Oh, Big said Pharaoh. Oh, Pharaoh. Pharaoh. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. But some of your comments, bro, everybody was checking in with y'all. Damn, we had a lot of them. <laughs> Kevin Turner said Legends in the City. Rodney Lowe. <laughs> what's up, K-Cat? Said, what's K-Cat? up? What's, what's up, Rod? Rodney Lowe? Kevin Easley. What up, E's the truth. <laughs> Daryl Easley. What Dr. up, Ease. What up Ease. The coldest producers. Right. My brother Tuck. That was, uh, that's big right there. Rodney Lowe said big. the coldest producers. Jermaine Tinsley Jr. said, what's up? What's up, Good luck, teams. Tucker. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. Juan Webster said, I need some beats, y'all. I need some beats from y'all right now. Then Adam checked in. He said, what's good to y'all? What's good? Little bro. And then he, Big just been holding us down. And oh, do you, we do, got, you know, do you know who Juan Adams is? Who is that? Ragtop. Ragtop. <laughs> what's Not up, Ragtop? Rag we we hold you down to dream on forever. Dream on. And he the only other person got the dream on tattooed on him. So, you know, uh, that's real. it's real. And we got, he, we got, uh, Ty, Coach Ty, Ty Jean. DJ hey, what's Ty up, Ty? Supreme here. He Ty said, Supreme. yo, my guy. He said, what's, what's up? up? buddy? And my bro, little bro, Irby Herb, little Urban Blackjack. Oh, what up, Herb? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Blackjack and Herb. For sure. For sure. Herb, we going to bring y'all on here, bro, and let y'all chop it up with Hell us, bro. Yeah. But, bro, why don't y'all close out the show, man? What all y'all got to say? Y'all got anything to Hey man, I Close just want to say with. thank y'all for doing this, yeah, man. This appreciate is, it, appreciate it. This is wonderful what y'all doing for the city. You know, giving people their flowers and stuff, man. And making brothers feel good about themselves <laughs> and what they doing. This, this, is, this is epic, man. It's one of the best things I've seen out of the city, man. Wow, just the yeah. whole idea of it. Y'all showing love. Peanut, great meeting you, man. You, you're a great uh, interviewer, man. Oh, man. I love your talk. skills. Thanks. Oh, yeah. Great. Smad, Johnson, Smad, I love you, bro. Man, uh, me too, bro. I just want to say this. Uh-oh. Here we go. You know, I love all my brothers that's doing their thing now. But, yeah. But Smed don't get his flowers yeah, you know, exactly. a lot of times, you know. <laughs> Smed was the, he was the first guy in the city to put our music on movies. Mm. Yeah. Smed was, I said this earlier, he was, he got Uber Eats and uh, what's the other, DoorDash? DoorDash. Smed started that. Yep. Swear. Yep. Yeah. Delivery Kings. Delivery Kings. He don't get his peas, man. This mm-hmm. guy done so much for Dayton, man. And I just want to tell you, man, keep doing good things for the city. Sure, I love you. Bro. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. And, yes, sir, uh, yes, bro. I appreciate that, bro, for real. What's up, Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> what you got, T.I.? 
What you got? Appreciate the love, man. Appreciate the love, man. Man, no doubt. Appreciate it. You guys. We need everybody to go eat at Agnes. Yep. Yes, eat sir. at uh, Sheets, which has got the best <laughs> breakfast in the city. Absolutely. And then if you ever in your life get injured, go to the hospital first, then call my brother Michael Wright, attorney Michael Wright, 937-222-7477. Like and subscribe to our make YouTube right channel. Choice. Huh? <laughs> one more, too? I was saying make the right oh, choice. make the right choice. Yeah. Yep, and 222-7477, that's his number. Like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Ring the bell notification so you'll get alerts. And come and holler at us. Bro, I got a pop-up shop coming yes. September the 26th, we bro. We going to all throw on our 80s and 90s gear, bro, and just shop. We got a bounce house. We got a 360 camera. We got DJ Ron Hunter <laughs> coming. And we got all kind of local vendors coming. So it's going to be on fire, bro. Mm-hmm. We still got a couple of tables left. So y'all can inbox me. And uh, let's get it popping, bro. We want to do something cool before it gets too cold. Yes, and then the great Peanut Johnson, bro. Come on, bro. <laughs> yeah. What you got, King? It's your boy Peanut, a.k.a. Dash Resource. I created that during the pandemic, showing people how to make easy money off stocks. Um, I do daily picks on my page. Uh, you can easily find on YouTube under Dash Resource. Also, every Sunday, 8 o'clock p.m., I do an introspective blog where I go over easy ways of making money in crypto and stocks. So, man. And you get my book for free on Amazon. Oh, uh, one one thing. Big said that he is waiting on y'all to shoot his video. We got you. Yes, sir. Big. What's up, bro? You said you had something that you want to say before oh, yeah, we roll up? I just up? wanted to give out my info. Uh, yeah. yeah, for sure. I'm Jamel Tucker, my, my government on Facebook. Yeah. Uh Instagram, Dre Measy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitter, anybody use Twitter anymore? <laughs> Dre Measy yeah. on Twitter. <laughs> Twitter lit. Uh, I think Dre Measy on TikTok, too. I, I, I <laughs> you got me a TikTok now. Yeah. Uh, go by my cousins. Man, she makes... She dips fruit and, and, and all kind of edibles and stuff like that, man. Oh. She Lachey Delights on Facebook, man. Lachey we all buy Delight. from her. Yeah. Uh, my daughter, you know, she got her own little thing going. Yosha, uh, she makes her own hair care products. Okay. Man, she's doing she's doing so good, man. She's only eighteen. But there she we got, go. She's doing so great with her hair care products. She's a beautician. Um, braids by Cashley. Okay. Uh, what else we got? Anything else? You want to shout out your Facebook anything? <laughs> Tywan Dwayne on Facebook. T-I-W-A-N. You want shout out your boys? <laughs> shout out to all my homies, man. Shout out to my cousin Charles. What up? Shout out to K-Cap. Shout out to my little bro A-Ron, man. I'm talking yes, about your sir. sons. <laughs> <laughs> What's Young up, beans. B? What's up, little B? Shout out to my sons, Braylon and Bryce. Janelle, Jasmine, Jay. Kelly, love y'all. Yeah, man. Mad See, love. you know what's going to be major? Like 25 to 30 years from now, when your sons is watching this, going to say, oh, <laughs> oh that's What's up, Braylon? Yeah, there And that's what we do it for, honestly. Like, I mean, we do love that we got all the love from people that's doing like that is watching it now, but it's really a, a timestamp for your people to be able to come back and go watch it again. Mm-hmm. Right? So, man, bro, like and subscribe to the channel, man. Yeah, man. We do it now. Do it now, man. Next week, y'all, we got more shows coming. So stay with us, man. Peace, 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 peace.